Cool Boy Nation. The following episode was recorded on March 10th, 2020, during the COVID-19 global pandemic in front of a live studio audience. <laughs> Greetings, Cool Boy Nation. This episode, we will be doing something very special. <gasps> something that has never been done anywhere. <gasps> ever. Oh my God, tell me what is it? We'll be doing the first ever live commentary of a pandemic gay porn. What? No, we're not. I'm not here to agree to this. You're doing an Australian norm? I was trying to do something. Cool boys everywhere, strap in and buckle the fuck up. It's time for <gasps> Contagion. Uh-huh. Live from Cool Boys Central. Hold your dicks and rub your tits. You'll be ice cold. Here come the cool boys. Just a young boy. <gasps> so cool. So cool. So cool. I see cool boys. Welcome, Cool Boy Nation, to a panicky pandemic installment of the Cool Boys Podcast in which we'll watch the 2011. I'm going to say that. 2011 masterpiece of shit, <gasps> Contagion. Mm. Rotten Tomatoes gives it an 85% with an audience score of 63%. You know what they say? Nothing spreads like fear. Oh. I'm the WHO who? <laughs> Folk. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're a Grinch character. A who from Whoville. Yeah. And I'm CDC Ballard. Uh, so cool. So cool. And now Felk reads the back of DVDs. Tonight's DVD back is Contagion. Your heart is racing. You shiver with fear. You've caught what's going around. You've got the fever, the frenzy, and all the thrills. Big name <laughs> stars join director Wolfgang Peterson in the line of fire. For big excitement in this breathless techno thriller. Two-time Academy Award winner Dustin Hoffman plays Sam Daniels. Wait, what's going on here? This is the wrong movie. (laughs) (laughs) A take charge army virologist trying to stave off global biological meltdown. A rare killer <gasps> virus from the jungles of Zaire. 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 Oh, Zaire, of course. Has taken hold in a California community. No. It knows no boundaries. Its mortality rate is 100%. <laughs> yeah, no. And some say the only way to stop its spread is to firebomb the town and everyone <laughs> in it. Renee Russo, Morgan Freeman, Donald Sutherland, and more superb talents join Hoffman in the shocking nail-biting tale of the day that could become doomsday then you're watching outbreak <laughs> yeah it, it actually said you're watching outbreak it said that earlier i moved it later because i didn't want to spoil it but yeah that's oh god that's damn it outbreak. now you have that i scroll down and now i see that you also have the actual dvd case. yeah so the actual dvd in case if you want to read that we can read that now or we can read it later who gives a shit um outbreak is ridiculous outbreaks over two hours we were not going to watch outbreak so we went contagion which was a little bit more accurate uh and foretelling of, of events going on currently and it's a lot shorter so that's why we picked contagion yeah 
And like all Steven Soderbergh movies, it has two good stories and three not good stories. <laughs> when a lethal airborne virus with the power to wipe out humanity is unleashed, <gasps> the worldwide medical community races to find a vaccine and stop the panic from spreading, starring Academy Award winners Matt Damon, Gwyneth Paltrow, Kate mm. Winslet, Marion Cotillard, and Academy Award nominees. Wow, <laughs> segregating them. They're not winners. Jude Law and Lawrence Fishburne. This edge of your seat thriller follows the deadly path of a virus that is beyond containment. Researchers for disease control, the military, the World Health Organization, who people give way too much credit to, and ordinary civilians mobilize to try and find a cure and the cause before it's too late. <laughs> too late. <laughs> this portrait of suspense examines how courage pulls us together. Not really. While society is falling apart. Wow. Let's get into this movie. Well, cool boys. I don't think we can get any more introductory than that. Time to move on to our cool boys commentary. Watch along is what I always like to say. <laughs> is that it? That's the first time I've ever heard you say watch along. Yeah, just read what's written, man. And you write yeah, it. Yeah, it's true. Cool Boy Nation, push play now. Dun, dun, okay. dun, 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 WB logo dun, starts dun, off. Dun, 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 now, Phil, what's the last time you saw Contagion? And how did you see it? In theaters, on DVD, instant watch? What'd you do? I first saw it uh, on Blu-ray. I believe I still had Malian Netflix back then. Yeah. And I got it when it came out. Uh, on Blu-ray. I did not see it in theaters. Well, first, and also, hell, I'm very thirsty, and I haven't been able to take a, a sip because I've been waiting to open it. But uh, I am, I of course, am bringing something unique to this this uh, experience. What? What am I drinking? <gasps> what are you drinking? Corona. The, the only thing <laughs> that seems appropriate. And this is a it. fucking giant ass Corona too. It's uh, one pint. Awesome. Oh, my God. Wait, no, that can't be shot. right. Oh, 24 Day fluid ounces. And it's Gwyneth Paltrow, sick as a dog. Day two. Yep. We don't see day one until the end. Yeah, I know. I love that reveal. And the uh, COVID-19, uh, this new coronavirus, is very similar in origin to Contagion. Well, it's actually just people eating bats in uh, backward-ass fucking rural China. No, I think it was something more along the lines of a bat uh, transferring the virus to a pangolin, I think, is what they're thinking. I think that's like news very recent. Oh, then it, it, I thought it started in the rural areas of Wuhan. I thought Wuhan's big. Wuhan's huge. Wuhan's a real city. Like, it's a big city, like a giant city. But my understanding, it was in a, a, like a black market, like they call wet markets or something like that. And uh, they probably sold a uh, pangolin. That's fucking fantastic. Don't eat bats. That's not racist to say that. Don't eat bats. But I don't think they ate bats. I think it was really like someone went and bought like a pangolin or something like that. Like they traced it. But the reality is it's just, you know, wash your hands. If in the end of this movie, the, the reality would have been Surf just everything would have been fixed by washing your hands. And in our reality, also wash your hands. I do love that this movie starts off right away um, with characters sick and already out there super spreading it. I think that's really cool. It's a nice little feature. kind of jumps you right into this uh, race, you know, against the clock, which the whole movie is, including this, um, the actual uh, score. Who did the score for this fucking movie? Probably Cliff uh, Martinez. 
because it's it's a really oh it definitely sounds like Cliff Martinez. Well, he does most of Steven Soderbergh stuff. He's great. He's fucking. I He's love the score of Drive. He's pretty good. I mean, yeah, but everyone remembers Drive for the uh, uh, soundtrack more than the score. Yeah, true. But still, oh my god, I I love this. This reminds me of his Neon Demon score, actually. This is Clint Martinez. I'll probably probably look that up. I'm looking it up right now. Okay. I'm pulling up the whole IMDb cast page for this shit. Hot chicks, sick, I guess. Too bad, right? Yeah, Cliff Martinez. And of course, cinematography was done by Soderbergh, and it was edited by Stephen Mironi. And also, this film came out September 9th, 2011. It was a budget of $60 million and made $136.5 million at the box office. Gwyneth Paltrow is returning home. Uh-oh. She's returning home from China. Was it Macau? But like, she had to stop a layover in Chicago to go bang out her old boy toy. Is that what happened? She fucking Yeah, there. oh yeah, for sure. She cheats on her husband. Yeah. Just like the real Gwyneth Paltrow. Just, yeah, and, and hopefully dies like the real Gwyneth Paltrow. No! No! I kind of, no. I almost, I, I mean, I looked, it was sold out, but I looked at how much, you know, I, to, to buy the uh, the candle that smells like Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina, because I thought it'd be a funny like, thing to have. Wait, just in the house, you mean? Yeah, not anymore. I mean, not I not, not now, not, not when uh, people are genuinely concerned, myself included, because of uh, not the actual virus. I, I just want to be clear. I'm not scared of the virus. You wanted to do this episode. I, I have little to no fear for the Wuhan virus because it's wait killed like, COVID nineteen of some sort is 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 preventing you from getting a vagina smelling candle. No, no, no. I just I'm not making frivolous purchases at a time when uh, the economy might be collapsing soon because oh. everything's getting <laughs> gotcha. delayed. Gotcha, uh, yeah. Oh shit! Well, that's you can't really blame the virus for that one, can you? No, no, and he dies from a fucking uh, bus getting him. Oh, dude, we're at Larry Fishburne. I love Larry. What a great character. What a great actor. What a great character actor. Oh, John Hawks. I forgot he was in this movie. Yeah, he's not great uh, in this, and I don't really like him in a lot of things, to be honest. What's he from? Deadwood, really? Deadwood. Well, he looks like a cowboy from, like, the the olden times, but, um, yeah, I don't know what it is. He doesn't appeal to me. I'm not a big John Hawks guy. Huh. Um, yeah, so, Felk, yeah, you were talking about COVID-19 and all that shit. That's the reason we're doing this, obviously, is because COVID-19. Well, the reason we're doing it is because this movie is now, like, the number two rental or whatever. Oh, for sure, yeah. It, it actually became, like, the number one, number two rental Almost immediately after uh, the news got out from uh, China, like around January 15th, yeah. uh, it was like maybe two days later, Contagion just was, was spiked in the uh, rental charts. And um, I watched it then, and I'm rewatching it again now. Oh, really? I didn't realize. So you've recently seen this. I have not seen this since yeah. 2011. I don't really remember. I saw it the same way you saw it originally. I saw it in 2011 on DVD, not Blu-ray. DVD. Oh, isn't that the bad, the chick from The Dark Knight? Isn't, I, I just, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Martinez or something yeah, yeah. like that. And, yeah. <laughs> they, they got me early. My mom's checked into the hospital. I didn't know what was going to happen. Do you remember what happens to her character in this movie? Harvey Dent uh, flips the coin and it's uh, heads up, so he just knocks her out. No, in this movie. Do you know what happens in this movie? No, <laughs> I do not. Oh, she's, she's pregnant, and, and if I can spoil it for you, she dies. Okay. Good. Yeah. One less. <laughs> yeah, oh, two less. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's so fucked up, Felk. Oh my god, you're such a heartless bastard. That's sad. That actually made me sad when I saw that scene. Oh no, the population could be reduced by one percent. Who cares? Less than probably one percent. Nobody seems to get that. Like with the uh, Infinity War, like if Thanos actually did that and and knocked the population down to fifty percent, how far back do you think that brings us to in terms of when when the U.S. population was like three point six billion? It's like oh, 1976. Yeah, I was going to guess that long ago, but yeah. The population's yeah, but... like <laughs> huge. Yeah, something there. Okay, so like, oh, this is so sad. That little boy is going home sick as the dad's picking him up. I've had to pick up my kids sick from school. This shit like gives you PTSD now. <laughs> it's like, oh no. That little boy dies too. Does he? Oh yeah, he dies. Wait, isn't this Matt Damon's kid? Yeah, Matt Damon's kid. It's, well, it's technically Gwyneth Paltrow's kid from another marriage. Oh. So it's Matt Damon's uh, stepson. Hollywood relationships are tough, man. Wait, did, did Matt Damon never actually dated Gwyneth Paltrow, though? I'm thinking of Ben Affleck. Oh, Brad yeah, because during like Shakespeare in Love or something, right? They dated then? Yeah. Yeah. But she, she never dated Matt Damon, but obviously she knows him. Well, she's about to die right now. Already? Oh, yeah. She dies really early on. The, the, the disease in this movie is like... Like chills in your body for like three days and kills you. Like it's a fast acting disease. It's why in this movie, uh, in fantasy realm, it's easy to kind of track it. Yeah. Because people die so quick, so they kind of, you know, can follow it faster. The problem with something like COVID nineteen probably it sounds like at least is that it incubates for a long period of time. Yeah, so but it doesn't kill people. The only people that's killed are over sixty and have like lung problems. And, and uh, no, it's not true. It kills people under sixty. It's just not as common. It's it, not it's in America. Not in over. America. No deaths under sixty in America, I believe. Not yet. Well, that's also because uh, the majority of the deaths in America were in like uh, homes or in like uh, care facilities and stuff like that. Yeah, really nursing tragic. homes. Uh, that's where it's the most yeah. dangerous. And yeah, nursing homes so should tragic. be scared. But like, so they canceled Coachella yesterday. Coachella. Yeah, it's not. It's not because like, uh, uh, young kids can get it and not get sick badly. You still get sick badly. Even Dr. Anthony Fauci, uh, you know, Trump's like you know, lead of the task force behind Pence was saying, like, you're still going to get a really fucked up cold. It's just the problem is, is that teenagers and youth, like kids, like even kids my children's age can like handle it really, really well. Yeah. But they're still carrying it and they become carriers and they can pass it off to their grandparents. You know, they can pass it off to older teachers. And they can pass it off to parents like myself, and then I can go to work and pass it off to other people, and it makes its way within two to five degrees to somebody else that's old and can die. Well, and that well, sucks. And I'd feel a lot more sympathy. I know I, I love boomers. My parents are boomers, but same. Realistically, they were uh, they're they're Horrible. working off an economic system called Social Security <laughs> that is built into the idea that they all die at sixty five, and they're all de dying at eighty nine. They and also helped destroy the planet, and they've also you know helped destroy cultures and economies and a lot of different shit the like, boomers I don't, I don't need to live past like 60 really i really don't i'm all, I, I, yeah. i'm not two-thirds of the way done man you know so like when we, we talk about a disease that hasn't killed anyone over 60 and we're canceling fucking all it the fun events people and destroying under the economy 60, just so you know you, it has killed people under 60 in, in yes in other countries with socialized medicine not in america yes, but the doctor that like you know rang the bell was like 40 years old and he died i don't think you're gonna get a single death directly as a result of covid 19 uh it's somebody who doesn't isn't under the age of 60 and also has a pre-existing uh, condition yeah, it's I, just so a honestly, God willing, I hope you're right. I really hope you're right. But the reality is it's just a super know, cold or a super. This flu, can whatever. attack Trump's base. About? 
and what Trump doesn't want to lose his supporters. Like what that's that's a real jeopardy for him. He doesn't want that to happen. No, 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 no. Of course not. We, well, he doesn't want them to die off before they can vote for him. For well, a I don't think term. the disease will uh, go after Trump supporters more than Biden supporters. So I don't really see well, how that's the, a the reality. Is is the majority of the average viewer of Fox News who happens also to be tends to be a Trump supporter. Oh, his elderly is and, like yeah. over sixty years old, and so that's unfortunate. That you have like people over the age of 60 that, you know, are supporters of Trump and he would lose those supporters if they did die from this disease. And that would suck. Yeah, but that, that's not going to happen in mass. We're talking about a, a minuscule percentage of people are, are being affected by this. I just I just want to dissuade any concept of like we should be panicking and canceling events. We should no, no, not no. be canceling and just events. Just so we're clear, just so we're clear, you're talking so macro and I'm talking very micro. Cause yes. Because you're talking about Coachella and youth. And the canceling of that or the or the shifting of dates. But where there is known community spread, yeah. you you should be mindful of events. Yeah, of course. So like in, in Santa Clara, California, like two hours south of me, three hours south of me, there is community spread going on, right? There's like over 80 people that have, have contracted it and tests are still coming in. So they are canceling events down there like Sharks games or trying to start do that types of stuff, right? They're trying be. to start limiting people going to those events. And that makes sense to me. Even Dr. Anthony Fauci, once again, I'm bringing him up because he's a big deal in the United States for this. He has said um, that, yeah, of course, if you have an area of community spread, you should not have large events. That makes total sense. But if you have areas where there's no community spread currently – you know, it doesn't make sense to not to cancel all events. But he also said something along the lines of like, but I wouldn't blame someone for canceling something out of a, abundance of caution at this point. Yeah. And, and people are canceling not so much because uh, of the concern of the deaths, because how many people die at Coachella every year? <laughs> Anyways, it, it's more. Odin, yeah. Odin on some kind of fancy new drug, too. Probably. I think it's 14 is the average uh, that I last looked up. Like, yeah, people OD uh, and, and they get heat stroke and shit uh or or they contract all the other diseases that are already in existence uh because now there's right. just one little new one uh but uh I, it's because nobody wants to be the associated with it people don't want the first big event to happen and then it's like oh covid got out at coachella more like covid shella now and, and like the, <laughs> the brand is, is is tainted it's so Forever. we cancel the sharks game because people want to go oh yeah shark virus it's the shark virus now that everyone shark got virus it. uh you know people so people are canceling uh, events because they don't want to, to be associated with it and um outside of cruise lines which in which you pack 70 uh, uh, I don't understand cruise lines at all. Oh, Phil, this is the guy that she cheated on with. He's finally sick, see? And they're like, no one understands how he's sick. It's because she transmitted it to him. Oh. oh my god, this is great when they cut her brain off. So wait, Gwyneth Paltrow is barely in this movie. Uh, yeah, she's kind of like more in it in, um, in flashbacks coming up when they like trace like where, where she like, you know, bumped into people and stuff like that. <laughs> squirted on them. Like I know, isn't that gross? And it's like infectious disease just got squirted all over this dude's mask, like right where he's breathing. Oh, it's like not that really careful. Hmm. Yeah. Um. So, we, yeah, we missed her death. It was hilarious. It's a fucking great death. And we missed her son dying. And we missed a bunch of other random Chinese people. You miss it. We're watching it. Well, we missed mentioning it because I'm sure people would love to, us to comment on how ridiculous she looks. So, Felk, look at the GIF. Should I 
Uh, you got the Jeff of. Why do you have two of them? <laughs> it's different ones. It's different parts of it. <laughs> There's different parts of the movie. <laughs> no, it's like different parts of her dying. Okay, good. All right. I just want to talk about how funny her face was in that death oh, scene. Yeah. Did you? Isn't that and it's also just fun in general to watch Gwyneth Paltrow die because Gwyneth yes, Paltrow exactly. is a horrible human being who was so sold I'm, vaginal like vaginal stones to women only yes. for people like actual doctors to be like, yeah, you're not supposed to put uh, stones in your vagina. Don't do that. I don't know why anyone would think you should. Yeah, don't do that. But she's like, she sold it to people. She also cut off a bus with her child in the back of a, like a scooter or a moped, almost getting crushed by the bus. Have you ever seen that video? No, I haven't. Oh my God, it's hilarious. Just type in Gwyneth Paltrow bus crash. And it's like, it's her and her husband right behind her, the Coldplay dude, right? And and she just guns it off in front of her like super rich school that probably has like an $80,000 a year, like annual, like, you know, fee to be able to send your kids there, like tuition fee. And she just guns it out right in front of this bus. Right, we're going to TMZ's webpage here. Yeah, I think her dying face, by the way, is hilarious. And I cannot help but laugh at it. My wife and I laugh at her dying face all the time. TMZ. Are you watching it? Yeah. Now Gwyneth Paltrow cuts off a school bus while riding a scooter with her nine-year-old daughter sitting right behind her. <laughs> Wait a minute, just pulled out in front of a school bus? Oh, right Harvey in front of a school bus with now. the kid! With the kid? With the kid! Right on the back! Wait a minute, the kid's in the back? Yes. Dude, she almost dies, clearly almost dies right there. She doesn't give a fuck. Gwyneth Paltrow's like the honey badger. You can talk to him. Okay, so now here's his real daughter, right? Because now they've like like quarantined him, and it turns out he can't get the disease. Yeah, that's like makes it you know Matt Damon's the best person in the world. Felk. Not only is he Jason Bourne, he can do anything he wants. Not only can he only fight off monsters at the Great Wall. Matt Damon also can fight off diseases with his T blood cells. No. It's fucking amazing, this dude. So he's naturally immune. He's naturally immune. See, we don't have that with COVID. We have. I mean, we. Have, I mean, maybe we do, and we just don't know or care. But uh, I'm assuming I'm immune. Uh, yeah, we, we have to hope so. Well, Matt Damon, as Tina Fey says, is our national treasure. I just don't really get, like, sick, though. I mean, like, I've licked enough asses that COVID's not going to fucking scare me, you know? Well, yeah, I guess. It's it's just kind of, it's, COVID's crazy, though. It is a little, it's a little crazy because it's brand new. It's different. And, like, yeah, you shouldn't have it worry you, Felk, specifically. You're, you're probably incredibly safe from it to be honest but well, no um, i'm not i'm actually at in incredible risk from the panic of it not not the the uh, panic's always the worst because events are being canceled and it's, it might affect me financially right well that's what they say for this movie right it's the fucking nothing spreads like fear yeah, yeah but I, as i recall this movie doesn't really go into like the economics because uh, nobody's really pissed off that they don't have work they're just staying at home and, and like getting all agitated, but uh, I, there's a little bit. I thought we're probably going to miss it. I think there's a little bit and there's some discussions of like things not being made anymore because um, and that's like part of economics when they're talking about like how the market like essentially freezes in certain areas of industry yeah. and they can't continue certain areas of industry. And so there's like a point they're like, hey, are we done with uh, body bags? Later in this movie, and the guys are like, yeah, we haven't had body bags in months, man. They're not making body bags anymore. And that's because, like, whatever aspect of the body bag industry, whatever part that was made to make the part, you know, of a machine that was, like, you know, used to be able to make the body bags can't be made anymore because that factory shut down because enough people probably died in it or whatever. Or it was quarantined in another country, which ended up having too much spread. And 
people died and weren't able to do the job anymore. And that's a that's a real concern right now with COVID-19 is that right there is the idea of you could have markets significantly destroyed by the idea of the cure, quote unquote, which is just everyone having to quarantine from two weeks to like eight weeks, depending on your situation, can really fuck up factories and parts being made to help build factories or parts that are made to help build robots that make cars or and some of the, these things are built all over the fucking world. They're not all in one location. So like one area shuts down. Boom. You can lose whole access to other aspects of of industry it's crazy trump tweeted uh yesterday our president uh so last year 37,000 americans died from the common flu it averages right. between 27,000 and 70,000 per year nothing is shut down life and the economy go on at this moment there are 546 confirmed cases of coronavirus with 22 deaths Think about that! Exclamation mark. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Add some context there. So you're talking about the U.S. and that was yesterday. It's now a thousand as we're talking today, and obviously that'll change a week from now. So uh, numbers have grown ex exponentially since he said that. It's, so we're clear. It's 1,119 as we're recording total confirmed in the entire world. Uh, 4,284 deaths in the entire world, but 65,765 people have recovered. That's the thing people don't like to report on. CNN doesn't like to report on that number. 4,284 have died in the world. 65,765 have, have actually recovered and survived this. So, yeah, it's, it's not horrible. It's not destroying the world the way like a lot of people do want to politicize it in our country, in the United States. It is absolutely politicized in our country. Is it a major problem? For sure. Ch uh, China has massive quarantines in, in, in the country, within the city. Uh, South Korea is doing it, as well as uh, Italy, right? We're going to have sections of our country quarantined, like uh, New Rochelle, New York, was just quarantined um, today. So, like, shit is going down in our country. But the thing that... Um, once again, Dr. Anthony Fauci, Trump's head, you know, of, of the task force under Pence. Um, and I don't really look at Pence. I look at Fauci when I when, when this shit's going on. Um, Fauci said that the flu is a 0.1% uh, mortality rate. 0.1% mortality rate. Currently, coronavirus is a 2.5% mortality rate. Now, he said... That's just where it is now at 2.5. Is that Dimitri Martin? Oh, my God. It's Dimitri Martin. It is. It'll likely drop down to 1%, right? So think about that. It'll drop down to 1% when all said is done. That's still 10 times more lethal than the flu, Felk. So even though Trump does tweet something like that, and we have to acknowledge that 70,000 people can die each year, but that isn't the number that happens every year. The flu is 0.1% mortality rate. Coronavirus is possibly 1% mortality rate, and that is 10 times more lethal. Get it, get it, get it, get it. Ooh, get it, and get it. So we get do it, get it. need to kind of be properly educated in, in understanding that what could happen and where things can go, you know, and things can go good and things can go really shitty. Uh, I was listening to the Joe Rogan podcast earlier today, and it was, uh, uh, what was his name, like Michael Osterholm. And he was saying that, like, people are preparing for a coronavirus blizzard, but the reality is, is people need to start preparing for a coronavirus winter because in the, 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 the real threat isn't the virus. And just so we're clear, I'm not afraid of the virus either, but, like, I do understand how we can jeopardize our healthcare system and how our healthcare system can get overloaded by too many people, too many patients. And so, you know, we need to be mindful of not allowing 
everyone just getting sick just because a huge chunk of the population can actually take the virus and not get affected by it. We should be mindful. Uh, there are old people. We all have old people in our lives and they can be affected and hurt if not die from this virus. And all shit in reality is all fucked up and we're going to have to figure this they out. It's all going to change within a week and we, who knows where we're going to be. But back to this movie, Contagion. Yeah, I've actually been rewatching the Dark Knight trilogy uh, because of uh, I'm up to the Dark Knight now. And uh, I'm going to watch Rises next because I was trying to get my mind off COVID-19 panic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, it, it wasn't real until I went to Ralph's and, and they were out of uh, toilet paper. Uh, and oh, I have shit, plenty that really of toilet happened paper. for you? Yeah. Oh my God! There's, uh, I I have plenty of toilet paper. Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston. I love him. Uh, but uh, they were out of toilet paper, and, and that also is a nice reminder of how stupid the reactions uh, have been. Because uh, I don't I don't really get why toilet paper is a priority oh, yeah. during this time. My People favorite are, was uh, everyone going for water bottles, yeah. and it's like, oh, because water's gonna stop running. Yeah, it's like it's it's. <laughs> First of all, you, if you live in L.A., as I do, you should already have an emergency supply of water because we are in an earthquake zone and at any time yes. the ground can shake and uh, pipes yeah. could be disconnected and you could not have running water. Any but, moment. But you know what doesn't really uh, affect pipe alignment? COVID. Viruses. Yeah, contagions. <laughs> and if the concern is somehow that uh, the water will have the virus in it. I'm not sure if that that that's how it works. I don't know if the uh, those virus, are idiots though. The virus like can't the survive in water through a pipe. Those are the same idiots that are like that are like you know like uh, uh, uh Trump Trump not being tested. I don't know. No, yeah. I don't know if he's not tested. I don't know if he is that tested. Was a CNN I'm, gonna, I'm gonna freak out. I'm gonna fucking freak the fuck out. I'm gonna freak the fuck out because I don't know if Trump's been tested. He may have been tested, but because I don't have an answer, panic. He didn't refuse to answer. He was just walking through yeah. the helicopter and yeah, somebody uh, shouted that at him, so and he stupid. ignored it. So same people are like, he's doing a bad job right now. He's he's single handedly botching this. This is his Hurricane Katrina, and it's like, no, it is not. Even fucking Democratic fucking yeah. leaders like Gavin Newsom, Gavin the governor Newsom. of California, is like. But people are like pestering him, like, "Is it Trump? Fuck it up." He's like, uh, "No, uh, Trump's been." He's, they've awesome. done everything we've asked them to do. <laughs> everything they've said they would do, they've done. Yeah, the administration's been wonderful. The other thing that pissed me off is one of uh, Trump's first uh, press conferences about this that he had, and everyone, all the all, the whole press was sucking his dick the whole time in that fucking uh, White House press uh, room. Like it was crazy. They were even like, "Oh my God, can we have more of these, please? No more helicopters." He's like, "Maybe we'll see." And they're like, "Thank you." And he's like, "I'm getting so many thank yous. What is this?" Anyways, during that press conference, he was like, um, "He's like, yeah, so we're getting money. We're getting as much money as we can. Uh, I, I, you know, we were gonna get like this two point uh, something billion, and then like the Republicans came to me and they're like, no, go for four. And then Democrats all of a sudden were like, he could have had eight point three billion, but he doesn't want it. And, I'm, and, and then Trump's like." That's not true. I'll take whatever money you're willing to give me. Just give me the fucking money and I'll use it and I'll save fucking people's lives with this money. Let's not play fucking games. Let's not politicize this shit. Yes. The most important thing here is that we make sure tests actually can get out now moving forward and people can get tested. Testing is the key. We have to find out the gravity of the problem potentially by looking at the viral footprint. Seems like enough. The fucking federal government is doing a, actually a fairly good job right now with this fucking virus really response in the United States. It's, it's unfortunately, the CDC butchered the first fucking COVID tests, which caused the virus. We had, Trump gave us a fucking heads up on this virus too. 
he shut down flights immediately from China, and everyone's all like, "You're fucking it's racist, racist dude. yeah, yeah, you're racist, dude." It's racist no, to he even actually, call like, it the, the Wuhan virus. He fucking virus. saved us in that process. He bought us some time. He bought us at least the time he bought us really did save us because COVID nineteen got into our country anyways because of from China. It, you couldn't prevent it, but the CDC butchered these tests that weren't like good tests, and they fucked up, and they didn't actually like, they provided like false answers. So you have all this problem of right like you know. The CDC, like, fucking this up. Thank God Trump shut down flights when he did. Because if they didn't, if they fucked up and he didn't shut down flights, then we would have had a real widespread and we still would not be able to check out the community spreading. We would have no idea where the numbers really were. At least now we're still m being able to manage it to some extent at this point, which is awesome. And if everyone just washes their fucking hands and not coughs in everyone's faces, you know, like, <laughs> we can fucking nail this thing. Yeah. Well, if, if the whole thing is it's 14 day you need to incubate yourself, then we should be done with this in two weeks. Meaning anything three weeks from now is fine and we shouldn't cancel it. Right. So the, the, here's one of the things the Trump, um, the Trump uh, task force team for this is what uh, said as well. That's been really interesting is that they're like, if we might get an accidental fix here where we might destroy flu season every year because everyone's so focused on washing their hands yeah. and not coughing on everyone's faces and coughing to their elbows properly and all this shit that like the flu won't be as bad. The flu season deaths for this year are projected to be lower. I think we, yeah, we, we, we won't have 70,000 deaths every year or almost 70,000 deaths every year. Right. So it's well, like, this, year. We could, this could be incredible if we just fucking listen to what the scientists and the fucking, you know, government are telling us what to do right now. No, instead we're fighting at Costco over toilet paper. Yeah. And, and meanwhile, you have CNN who can't shut up and it, CNN's one mission statement. CNN wants in that. office is CNN was like, let's just make sure we attack Trump at least X amount of times every day. And, when CNN can panic, that's their favorite shit in the world. So they're putting panic and they're working Trump into it. It is a boner explosion of come for them. They're just, oh, my God. More than one person. I mean, Bill Maher said this. I think Don Lemon said not not verbatim, but a lot, a lot of uh, CNN and HBO liberal elites have said something to the effect of, yeah, it's OK. They want the economy to collapse or crash or something bad to happen to it. Because, you know, that's that's Trump's ace in the hole for the election is that he's has such a great economy right now that it'd be worth it. Yeah, people will lose their jobs, but it'll be worth it. And when you have that mentality like open uh, and then have any kind of disaster, of course, they're going to promote it as being not only bigger than it is. I called it a hoax. I did not mean that the virus doesn't exist. Of course it does. But the what do you mean? When did you call it a hoax again? Some tweet in a text to you? I called it a hoax oh. and you're like, no, it's not a hoax. And I'm like, yeah, yes. Uh, I, I don't mean that the virus is a hoax. Yes, it's actually real and it's killing people. I'm talking about the idea that not only is it this massive you know, problem for America that will destroy us, but also the problem is that it's being uh, mismanaged by the current uh uh, presidential uh, committees and in, in, in the president himself. So, so Trump is the wrong guy to handle this. Pence is the wrong guy to handle this. Doctor right. Scarda Bucci. Fauci. Anthony no, Fauci. no, everyone loves him. Honestly, liberals love Doctor Anthony Fauci because he's just he's he's worked in many administrations and the dude's a scientist that people just respect. Well, they don't like Ben Carson. Uh, no, who's a doctor uh, no. and is is weirdly involved in this. He's on the I think the committee, even though he's just like he's a housing uh, chair or whatever. So it's he's, he's in a position because probably he's a doctor. 
But uh, I mean, remember CNN's tweet about, hey, look, look at all these people on Trump's tax force. They're all white. And that's the problem. Not the Surgeon General. He's black. Well, yeah, but those the CNN tweet was uh, about a single photo of people involved in the higher up decisions. And they were all white and they were mad about that because they want diversity in their uh, crisis management teams, uh, not uh, expertise. Yeah. Okay. well. That's that's ridiculous too. Yeah, it's 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 always about the right person for the job. I ugh, there shouldn't be affirmative action in these kind of situations. <laughs> no, there's not. It, it's it, but like you know that it just means that like it, whoever is best for the job is just best for the job. I don't give a fuck what their color is. I don't care what gender they are. Yeah. Just if they're best for the job, they're best for the job. Now this is the problem with the, this movie, is that uh, so. Who does Jud Jude, Jude Law? <laughs> Jud Law is the, the hillbilly cousin of Jude Law. Who does Jude Law basically play in this movie, Ballard? CNN. No, he plays Matt Drudge. He doesn't play CNN. He has a website. He is not a network guy. No, I know, I know. But as far as I'm concerned, he's playing fucking CNN. In this. In, 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 yeah, if you compare it to reality. But no, I'm talking yeah. about in 2011, this character is very overtly based kind of on Matt Drudge, kind of on Alex Jones. Because he's later selling a supplement that isn't real, just like Alex Jones was selling, you know, uh, pharma pharmaceutical not pharmaceuticals. What do you call it? Nutraceuticals. Yeah, uh, but was he doing that in 2011? I don't think so. Was he? Alex Jones was selling nutraceuticals in 2011. Yeah. Oh, he was. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Because Matt Drudge never really had nutraceuticals on his website, to my knowledge. Maybe he did, but uh, you know, bullshit supplements. And oh, that's the. Uh, yeah, that's the guy from Dark, Dark Knight. Knight. A lot yeah. of Dark Knight in, in this movie. That's weird. Yeah, uh, and, and well, Dark Knight Rises with Marion Cotillard, right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yep. Yeah, this, well, I mean, this is 2011, right? So these were all hot actors at the time, and Christopher Nolan, if he's using you, you're a hot actor, so. Why couldn't we have done a spoiler cast for The Dark Knight Rises? That also deals with uh, everybody holed up in their homes and there's snow outside, just like in this movie. Felk, I would love to do a TDK trilogy special where we just talk about the entire Dark Knight trilogy as one whole conversation. I would love to do that. We'll do it before the Batman comes out, maybe. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Cool. Nice. Good idea. I've just been been re-watching them because I read some uh, retrospectives on the uh, the trilogy. Oh, man, that's a headshot right there. (laughs) Yeah, beautiful, gorgeous Uh, woman. I I just showed my kids for the first time The Dark Knight, so I show them that only. They've not seen The Dark Knight Rises. They've not seen Batman Begins. They've only seen The Dark Knight. And they loved The Dark Knight. They fucking loved it. Why didn't you show them Begins first? I don't know what it was. I just I had this urge one day to watch it. And I was like, fuck it. If the kids want to watch it with me, they can. If they don't, I don't care. I'd say Begins is actually a lot more kid friendly than Dark Knight. Dark Knight goes dark places. No, I didn't watch it for them. Oh, I watched yeah. it for you me. Watch it for you. Yeah. And if they happened to want to watch it, then that was fine. Mm. I didn't put it on like, hey, kids, you're going to watch The Dark Knight. I literally just put The Dark Knight on. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. It's the middle of the day. I'm putting on The Dark Knight. I'm watching The Dark Knight. And I watched The Dark Knight all the way through, and the kids loved it. Yeah, when a man with half his face missing was holding a gun at a child's head, were they, they were, able to handle that? They were shocked. Yeah. And they loved Two-Face. In fact, when Two-Face was not showing his face right away, because you know how Christopher Nolan teases Two-Face's moving his head, and you don't see the grotesque other half of his face for a while when it's first revealed until the very end. Yeah, it's dark that, in the that end scene. scene, for the most part. Right, so my kids were like, oh, you can almost see it. Oh, it looks like there's so much damage. And then all of a sudden he turns his face and like, oh my God, his eye and his teeth. It was so good. The kids loved it. It was the right amount of shock. It was the right amount of scare. My kids went to bed fine that night. No, no fucking bad dreams. My kids are fine with that stuff. Yeah. But like, 
Like within reason, within reason. I love that that movie ends with such a low key scene. You know, it doesn't end with a big action sequence. It ends with a uh, very like tense character moment. Please don't punish the boy. Please punish me. I'm about to. Tell your boy it's gonna be all right, Gordon. Lie. Like I lied. Oh my God! This scene right now, we're in the coffee shop. And everyone's like putting people's like fingers in each other's mouths and coughing on everything. This is how I am now. Whenever I go out, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like Ellie Goulding's character. I'm just like, or Eli Goulding's character. I'm like, oh my God, what the fuck? <laughs> Look at all these people touching their face. Look at everybody coughing. People are still doing that? Oh God, yeah. Just at work the other day, someone coughed right into my face, like outside, maybe six feet in front of me, and they just coughed open mouth. I'm just like, dude, like, like, what is going on right now? And you just coughed like right into my fucking face. I don't know how much of this I can say. You know, if you want immunity, just uh, hold up these, and nobody looks, nobody cares when you cough. Oh really? By the way, Felt just hold up a box of condoms. <laughs> Correct. I wear rubbers. Yeah, and, and everyone runs away. <laughs> you should just perpetually walk around with the joint. No, 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 officer. I, I it's just the, it's just the joint. I don't have COVID. <laughs> I uh, felt I was curious because I was gonna say just because we're talking about rubbers right now. So, I have a lot of friends at work that are like single or still you know playing the field or whatever. Yeah. And it doesn't sound like condoms are very popular these days. No. Do you use condoms? Are they still popular for you or for people you know? I've had a surprising uh, amount of girls um, say they don't need one, and I'll still wear one. Not because I don't. Tr I, I, I'm care. I care about getting a disease because realistically, you're not going to get AIDS through fucking vaginal intercourse with a woman. Uh, and uh, you got that big dick. You keep splitting them open. Uh, you can you can see herpes pretty pretty visibly and and. Uh, I mean, realistically, it's less of a concern than it used to be. Uh, but uh, I'm, yes, you should still wear condoms because you never know if the girls telling the truth about. Uh, yeah, I still think you should. That wear is condoms Dimitri too. Martin. That's the fucking comedian. Yeah. Yeah, it is Dimitri Martin. Yes, of course you should still wear condoms. I'm not. I'm not advocating not to wear condoms, but I was just interested that like it sounds like from all the stories I've been hearing, I'm like Jesus Christ, you guys are just like. Everyone's blowing loads into everyone, and everyone's accepting loads being blown into them. Like that's what—that's the way it is now. Now we'll be shooting them. It's not the world I grew up in in college, that's for sure. Hmm. Felt so where they're filming right now, San Francisco. It's right next to uh, the museums, uh, the De Young, and the Academy, uh, California Academy of Science. Well, my point when I mentioned that he was that um, he's playing Matt Drudge because he—they make him physically look like Matt Drudge. With, with, that's what the gap tooth and, and the hairline's about. Or the fucked up tooth. Yeah, uh, oh. the, the gap tooth. Yeah, that's that's Matt, how Matt Drudge really looks. Uh, and, and but then also there is you know Alex Jones. It's, my point is, is that um, in this movie, uh, the presumably left wing government officials are the good guys and the somewhat right-wing media is the bad guys. And then, of course, uh, our modern situation, something's different now than it was in 2011, uh, is that we don't have a cool Democrat president. So now it's the government is uh, mismanaging and not doing a good enough job, and it's the mainstream media that seems like they, they want this to be as big a crisis as they possibly can, and, which is good uh, for a lot of reasons because uh, – Bernie Sanders just 
basically died tonight. Not literally, but uh, his campaign did because he lost Michigan uh, and uh, is effectively gone because this is Super Tuesday number two. Uh, yet uh, most of the media is talking about COVID and nobody. So it's like, hey, Bernie guys, don't, Bernie bros aren't going to riot on the streets. You might get COVID, <laughs> you know, yeah. so just vote for Biden because it's it's all it's all fucking it's all a trick. It's all a manipulation. Uh, people are going, yes, COVID's real, but people are using it to their own uh, devices and advantages and uh, to carry out their own plans right now. And that's way more threatening and frightening than an actual virus. Yeah, and, and you know, and this movie, when they kind of handle it the way you described, um, the characters that are kind of, you know, pushing the panic and creating the, you know, the, the, the fake narratives and not helping at all, they get dealt with in the end. I mean, Jude Law's character gets arrested in the end of this movie. Yeah, I know. You know, so it's like, it's the, the, the moral of this film isn't like, you know, the panic ridden, like, you know, media is the good. And, you know, it's like, that's not the morale of this film. And so I don't think that's the morale of life either. I, I don't think people are going to look back and just, belittle the president i think it's disgusting to politicize covid19 at all to be honest because it's not something that should be politicized it's something it's a health crisis so it should be handled as such and should not be you know taken advantage of in that way no this and is going to kill less people worldwide than sars did in 2003 but and we all remember sars no that's not true anymore not anymore you think it's going to outkill sars it already has Worldwide? How you doing? I, I, I'm pretty certain. I just saw yeah. a chart that said SARS got more, but maybe I'm... Let's look it up. SARS total death. I'm fine. Let's find out. I'll watch Gwyneth Paltrow. SARS killed 774 people. That's it? That can't be right. This confirmed. Let's try it. SARS versus coronavirus. SARS versus... Oh my god, I hate fucking people that prevent you with ad block. Yeah, I know. Oh my god. Can't check out this Business Insider fucking page. Do, 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 do. SARS killed 774 people and affected 8,998. <laughs> Holy fuck. Shit. Shit. Oh my god. As the virus continues to spread. Message! Yeah, I'm seeing death rates of 9.6. With, uh... Yeah, a lot of these are old stats. It's Andrew. Yeah. Sorry, Andrew. I can't let you in. Yeah. I mean, SARS was bad, but, I mean, they got it under control right away. Oh, my God. This shit right here going on right now, this is stuff I'm going to have to deal with as a father. I'm going to have to have, like, boys coming up to see my daughter, and I'm going to have to, like, turn them away, and she's going to try to break out to see the boys. I'm going to have to yell at them and come up with a shotgun. Doesn't he come up with a shotgun in this movie? Because of the virus? I don't think, I, I, by the time your daughter's dating, I don't think, I, I hope the virus is not a factor anymore. Are you kidding me? I have people coming to my house already, like being like, hey, can, can, can so-and-so come out? Yeah, for sure. The kids already have friends that come around the neighborhood asking for them. Okay, but this, the, the, these kids are like 16, I think. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. They're a lot older and contagious. See, here's Gwyneth. She's back, see? She's here. She's spreading the disease right now. Well, don't go to fucking Macau. I mean, yes, definitely don't go to China right now. And probably don't go on a cruise ship. Cool facts. Never, ever, ever go on a cruise ship. Yeah, That's never go on a cruise Dr. ship. Dr. Anthony Fauci says. <laughs> My parents go on cruise ships all the time. 
Oh my god, I would never. Okay, so my family wanted to do uh, a big family vacation, and they wanted to do a cruise, and I told them literally, I was like, I won't go on that cruise. I will fly to the island you guys want to go to, and I will meet you guys there, but I will not cruise there. This is too much depth of field. This is too shallow of depth of field. What is? I, I guess it was because it was a flashback. It was, it was vignette, vignetted. Oh, oh, in the movie. Yes, yeah. yeah. Marion can tell you it's very attractive. I don't think so. It's I don't think she's attractive at all. It's the slow knife. <laughs> you like her? Really? Yeah, I think she's very attractive. What is it? Is it the big, the big round jaw? It's the eyes. It's the big eyes. She See, like, I don't mind the big eyes, but she like has horrible hair. I don't like her nose, her lips. Well, she's not uh, super attractive in this movie, but she's hotter. She's she's hot in Inception. Oh, I do not think she's hot at all. Inception. <laughs> I disagree. I do not like that. Oh, I, oh, this is so sad. Kate Winslet, she gets sick. She survives, like it, doesn't the, she? Or does she die? No, she dies. Yeah, huh. she's she's dead. Huh. Yeah, this movie has a high bo body count amongst its uh, actual principal cast. It's pretty cool. It's so cool. We still have an hour of it. <laughs> mm -hmm. Hour and three minutes. A lot of that's probably credits. Well, Felk, we have some stuff from BuzzFeed. <laughs> All right, good. Let's, let's talk about something else. So click on the BuzzFeed coronavirus. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> I don't it's not a quiz. So even BuzzFeed was not insensitive enough to do a BuzzFeed quiz about coronavirus. I couldn't find anything. Hello. Hmm. This is Dr. Aaron Mears. There's no coronavirus quizzes? No, none, none. But I found a travel tips list. See if you can find a coronavirus quiz. Yeah, let's see. A lot of frequent, a lot of facts, a lot of frequently asked questions. Yeah, that's all I could find, yeah. So I figured as for traveling, what should you know? If you're a traveler, don't go traveling. During an outbreak, a global pandemic contagion. So, Felk, yeah, do you want to, uh, did you find anything? I'm looking. <laughs> Nothing yet? Well, if you go to, I got the list here. What you need to know. Yeah, what you need to know. Click on the coronavirus tab on BuzzFeed. Just find news. Oh, my God. BuzzFeed is the best for news. I shouldn't talk. I use TMZ for news. <laughs> I know. I love TMZ. I do love TMZ. They, they're pretty good for news. They're good for just laying out facts. They're not for spin. They don't really do much spin when it comes to like big facts. They're just like, oh, so-and-so's dead or, oh, such-and-such -such is canceled or, oh, so-and-so got shot. Like it's like it's so direct. It's so fucking direct. So-and-so's in prison. So-and-so's out of prison. That's a cool fact. This is the closest thing to a quiz is, is uh, uh, what, is what to do if you think you have COVID-19. Uh, on BuzzFeed? Yeah, on BuzzFeed. All right, let's do that. and then, or, or do you want to do travel tips first and then that? Let's, let's do travel tips first, then that. No, let's do this one first because it's more, it's more interactive. It's more interactive? Yeah. All right, well, post that fucking link in the doc and I'll look it up. Okay. I'll thank you very much, oh, sir. You got it? Oh, okay. Got it. I'm on. All right. What should you do if you think you got coronavirus? What should you do for a coronavirus? Follow this this chart. The CDC has guidelines that you should follow. We'll break them down here. Woo! 
what to do if you think you have COVID-19, a.k.a. the coronavirus disease, and haven't done anything yet. I'm not feeling well, and I have symptoms associated with COVID-19. Fever, cough, or respiratory issues, such as shortness of breath. Well, in the... In the past, you, you, you can, I'll just ask these questions and you can answer them. In the past 14 days, have you returned from a country with COVID-19 travel restrictions in place by the CDC? Currently, China, South Korea, Italy, Iran, and Japan. Um, I thought Venezuela, uh, Venezuela, Venezuela was on this list too now. Uh, have you returned from Venezuela? No. <laughs> then it's not applicable. Too bad Japan's on there. That sucks. Yeah, but you know, because it's so so close to China, all tucked away up there. Yeah, but they're all, all tucked, tucked away, away down, down there. there. <laughs> yeah, Marge, anyone can meet in Miss Canada on the map. All tucked away, all down, tucked there. away down there. It's Gwyneth again. Okay. Oh my God, uh, steamed hams. Okay, so it's a, it's a framing device of of to show that this is a flashback. That's what the uh, right. This is the uh, WHO or the CDC. They're tracing all of her contacts to find out where. She got it, or who gave it to her, or who she gave it to. Oh, is she patient zero? She is, yeah. She is officially patient I zero, yes. And, and she's white. Yes. Just like COVID-19. Uh, yeah, no, no. It's China. This is China's fault. And anybody who is... The only thing stupider than the coronavirus panic is people um, calling things racist associated with, with this thing. Felk, um, this movie though, uh, is, it doesn't make it American's fault. Uh, uh, it's um, it's it's the fault of the chef. There's, it's still China's fault in this movie. I thought it was Macau. Macau is still China, I think, right? Is it? It's like it's like Hong Kong in a way, but it's not. It's like more Chinese. Maybe went the other way. What about That's a sovereign state of China. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know about Marion Cotillard. I don't. I don't know about her at all. I don't. I don't like it. Well, look, and I don't like her French accent either. Yeah. Maybe it's yeah. Well, maybe See, it's just look at her spreading it shit. In general, Chris Nolan is pretty bad at picking attractive women. Like that is yeah, that is so, his biggest problem. And like Peter Jackson's really bad at picking attractive men. I don't know what it is. Like, 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 uh, he he's always picking like weird micey men, and Chris Nolan always picks like kind of like, uh, you know what? He picks Scarlett Johansson actually for Prestige. Yeah, and Rebecca Hall, who's also very hot in that movie. But um, Prestige is uh, Prestige is the anomaly because it, it has ScarJo in it. But I mean, you got Hillary. You got uh, wait. Let's Hillary go back Swank. further. No, no, go back further. Uh, what's uh, Trinity's name? Uh, Trinity. Oh, oh uh, from Carrie Ann Moss. Yes, carry on. Not attractive, oh. particularly. Yep. Then Hillary Swank. Knowing, or not knowing, you're missing um, uh, following. And no one's hot in that. Yeah, either. I don't remember who's in that. No celebrities are in that, though. No celebrities, but no one's hot in it. Oh, yeah, but all right. So then, then Hillary Swank in his next movie. Then his next movie was Batman Begins. Katie Holmes is kind of attractive, but she was forced on him by uh, Scientology. Then, of course, he replaces her with... Um, Maggie. A borderline deformed Ma Maggie Gyllenhaal. Uh, <laughs> I know Jake Gyllenhaal is like way hot, and then Maggie Gyllenhaal is like so ugly. It's that's so my weird. that's one of my favorite things. My dad said is you know he, he saw that movie. He's like I couldn't I couldn't get over it. You know you got a hotshot DA and, and and a billionaire fighting over a woman whose face looks like a, looks like a foot. Yeah, I love that. And your dad has 
I'm sure empathy and sympathy for both uh, both jobs, both yeah. occupations. Yeah. So because he's a billionaire. Um, yeah. Billionaire so, and DA. <laughs> so uh, uh, and then the next. So the, for, to go the next movie, get Marianne Cotillard and Anna Hathaway. It, I mean, like neither of them are super hot, but it's not. It's it was just a nice change of pace to have somewhat more attractive women. Yeah, Anne Hathaway wasn't bad. Um, I, I see Anne Hathaway's kind of weird because, like, on average, I don't find her attractive. And Love and Other Drugs. Speaking of Jake Gyllenhaal, I don't think she's well she, cast as Catwoman, but yeah, she's, she's hot in Love and Other Drugs, no. and she gets her titties out about and about in that movie. Um, I actually like her as Catwoman a lot. And there's one scene where she arches her back properly to shoot the uh, the guns on the bat pod. Yeah, that's not her though. Oh, dude, I give the credit all to her, though. It's, a, st- it's a stunt woman. The same stunt woman who crashed the uh, bat pod into the IMAX camera. Yes, on, like, some kind of um, uh, on-ramp or some shit, like some uh, raised highway. It's not as bad as the Batman, uh, Matt Reeves movie. It's first footage released from that film is some, like, paparazzi shot of the Batman crashing the bike. <laughs> it's the first footage released from the movie of 81, and it's, like... It's him wiping out with the fucking motorcycle. Someone on set released that footage. <laughs> Batman wiping out. That's yeah, I actually enjoyed rewatching Begins more than The Dark Knight. Um, I I think The Dark Knight is so special to me. It has an incredibly special hole in my heart that it just fills. But um, I what I I will say it now, and I said it then. Batman Begins is a better movie than The Dark Knight. It is. I think it is. It's it's definitely more of a comic book movie. Uh, it's a better story tied up as a whole, buttoned up and put bow on it and all that shit, cherry on top. It's a better movie. The Dark Knight is just so good if you're a fan of Batman. Watching them back to back is also, it's, it's kind of unsettling how much Gotham doesn't even like, yeah, it doesn't even remotely resemble the Gotham that's set up and begins. Like the narrows are just gone from all the visuals. Like it's the, um, the, uh, the raised, uh, train, the whole, yeah, there's trains going everywhere. There's like, it's not just the one big train. There's like, it's very train heavy. Yeah. It's kind of like the way, uh, the animated series uses Zeppelins. It just uses trains. Yeah. Uh, it's got that and Blade Runner it. aesthetic. It just, just drops it entirely. drops it all together, and, and then it's just Chicago. There's an L in the very first shot of Joker when he's at the corner of the street corner before he gets picked up. You see an L train in the background, but it's nothing like the Wayne trains yeah. of, like, Batman Begins. Yeah, where they're very almost like Max Fleischer-esque, like, future is now, but kind of in the past. It's, it's weird. They just... He just completely rewrites that aspect of it for sure. And he also forgets the Narrows in both the Dark Knight and the Dark Knight Rises. They completely don't talk about the Narrows ever again. Or to pick them. Like, they would, be, they would be present in shots. Yes, they're gone. They're yeah. completely gone. Yeah. And then it yeah. rises. There's just the fucking uh, library tower, the U.S. Bank, whatever it's called, the U.S. Bank towers and, like, backgrounds of some shots. And it's I like, hate that. that it, it does. It, it is just weird. It's like, okay, that's, yeah. that's L.A. There's so there's like when Superman Returns shot its exteriors of Metropolis, it, a lot of it was New York, um, and I think they've been they've they actually filmed it in Toronto. I thought, it was Sydney. I thought it was Sydney was in there too. Um, maybe, but it's uh, but they don't make it look like Sydney if they do, and they definitely don't make it look like New York. Well, they right? refer, I know that there's so, like when they go get a drink uh, with. Uh, uh, 
grocery store. What Jimmy Jimmy whatever his name is Olson. Jimmy Olson. He always gets a drink with Jimmy Olson after he comes back, right? With the old Jimmy Olson playing the bartender. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, I know that there's some exterior shots where they just reversed everything and reversed all the signage to put all the steering wheels on the right side. Oh, really? I think that happened. That's funny. Um, I believe it. Uh, Metropolis has no character in that movie. So, I mean, you got to give credit to the Chris Nolan films because they. But Dark Knight Rises is like, oh, that's clearly New York or, oh, that's clearly Los Angeles. Like way too much, though. Like way too much. Rises? Yeah, rises. Yeah, rises does it too much because like begin, begins is the only one where you feel like Gotham's like it's like an actual character of a city. Yeah, because even in like I mean, in begins the the whole tower, Wayne Tower, that that's a real building in Chicago. So I mean, they kind of just usurped the, what that building really is and turned it into something for the story. So I'm like willing to do that. So like that's the only thing about Chicago that's like I find that's incredibly like uh, iconic that's in it otherwise it's it's they do a good job of masking chicago they did a good job of masking pittsburgh too in dark knight rises um it's just i don't understand why they went so heavy on the la uh exteriors or so heavy on the new york exteriors in dark knight Rises. yeah because la is too iconic it is it's way too iconic so is new york it's very it's very odd choice of christopher nolan the other thing um about all three of those films it's a very odd choice is the audio mix. Uh, talk about um, audio mixing, something that we bashed in the Oscar episodes, both our Oscar episodes. Um, we, we bash audio mixing. In Golden Globes, I think we bash audio mixing. But it's something that's apparent in the Dark Knight trilogy. Um, Gordon is mixed too low. Uh, Bane has obviously had weird mixing. Um, I saw the, the prologue in theaters. Uh, I know Nolan has also saw the prologue in theaters. He said the same thing. Gordon, I'm oh not Gordon, sorry. Yeah, um, Bane is way different in the prologue than he was in the actual film. And even Christopher Nolan's like, I, I, I didn't do anything. I didn't change anything. It's like, yeah, obviously you did. You clearly heard people complain about how Bane sounded in the prologue and changed it. But um, it's just such an odd thing. The music's like way too loud in those films. It's overbearing. It like takes over the, the vocals way too much. That's, that's just Christopher Nolan, though. He did, the, everybody had the same problem with Inter- Interstellar. So... Yes, and then of course Interstellar continued that. Um, and uh, but but if you go back and you watch um, Insomniac, Insomnia, and like Memento and Prestige, it, it's it's not oh, there. He buying the Sony. <laughs> there's the sign. The water getting the cans of food. Shelves are being picked clean. But yeah, like w- that stuff. See, this, that this, stuff is, was- this is the funny thing is that when I went to the Ralphs and they were out of toilet paper, the next thing I did is go and check water just out of curiosity. Uh, water was somewhat hit, but there was still plenty of bottled water, especially Evian. Nobody wanted to pay the prices for uh, Evian bottles. And then oh I, God, I went so to the moss. canned food section, and oh, completely stocked. What is it? Oh, no. what, is that what's her face? Is that the chick from Mad Men? That's the not chick her. from Alien vs. Predator. No, no, not uh, her. That's Sanai Sanai Laffin or yeah. something like that. Her. What do you mean, serious? Is that Elizabeth Moss? No, that's not Elizabeth Moss. Okay. What? Never mind. Um, so anyways, yeah, so yeah, but before, before, like, The Dark Knight, especially, his audio mix wasn't so off, and then it just became so weird after that. Even Dunkirk had, uh, Dunkirk was fine, I thought, actually, at times. Well, yeah, Felk, that's, there's a lot of points in this movie that are gonna be a, a little real, and that's definitely one of them. I have not experienced any, um, mass freakouts, uh, at the markets yet, but, uh... 
you know. Okay, so this I is this is an element that, that has not happened uh, in, in reality. Uh, COVID reality uh, is is the uh, fake cure. Right. Oh, but you know something that the administration uh, has talked about is that they're working currently on drugs that you can take that will just relieve symptoms, which is awesome. That is awesome. What do you mean? And they might be able to get those out before they get the vaccine out, which would be great. Isn't that oh, bad? No, that's awesome. Those are just mass symptoms. No, no, yeah, yeah, but that's good because then you don't like it. Like it can like relieve some of your chest, relieve some of the stress in the chest. This, this, this will, this will not have the United States this mass panic. But oh, there goes Martinez, all pregnant. Oh, that's too bad. Getting pushed around. San Francisco is a fucking homeless den now and 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 with this shit going on it would not be the same oh look at this there's a fire going on and no fire department to stop it oh yeah she asked for the fire department yep it's gone this is great he takes his daughter to the grocery store and then he's like right away he's like this is a bad idea <laughs> don't touch anything yeah someone walks up to him coughing now remember he's immune right yeah Wait. But his daughter may not be. She may be because she's his daughter, but she might not be. Can people so just like, be immune to strains of viruses? Yeah, I think they can be. I think it's a possibility. It's not common, but it's a possibility. What the fuck is this? I know. Is this like a zombie? Is it the fucking Walking Dead all of a sudden? Yeah. It is. So, um, literally, this is what I do with my kids everywhere that we go all the time. Anytime we go anywhere, I'm always like, don't touch anything. <laughs> Hands in pockets all the time. Because of viruses or because of... No, just because they're kids. My son sucks his, uh, sucks his thumb. So it's like we're, we're, he's totally exposed to live wire all the time. That's bacteria more than viral. I mean... Exactly. I'm, I'm worried about all kinds of shit. Yeah. <laughs> like that. But I'm not like really worried. It's just I'll more touch, like, I'll you touch, know... I'm touching, I'm, I, I haven't stopped touching my face. I'll touch my face all I fucking want. It's my face. And it has my consent. I have a beard. I can't. I can't stop touching my face with a beard. This reminds me of The Last of Us at the beginning when he approaches. Oh, the, he already uh, had it and survived it, so he's fine. That's why yeah. he's immune. Yep. Yeah, he was exposed by his wife, right? In the in the in the. In, but his daughter was not at home. She was in college. So that's why she didn't get it, or she at oh. camp or some shit. No, I th yeah, she because she's a high school. That's yeah. a. That's here's a what's funny. So like. This scene where he's talking to the soldier, I just keep thinking, it stresses me out. Last of Us still gives me like PTSD a little bit. Where like I watch Last of Us and I play it and, and I see this scene and I just think he's gonna get gunned down by that that soldier. He's just gonna gun him down just like that soldier did in Last of Us. Yeah, that was, that that's kind of bullshit. <laughs> yeah, just shoot them both. Like what, like that, that's, uh, the, the, the government went bad really fast because that viral outbreak had is like been going on for about 17 minutes in that at that point. It's a fungal outbreak, fungal. Technically. They went real doing? fast. Oh, hey, look at this. She wants that for Cynthia and she doesn't get it. She'll die. Except for Cynthia doesn't do shit. Is that the, the plot the point is that he, he's he's yeah. bought, he bought into a supplement and then look, promoted yeah. that it works. People yep. Yeah, and, he, and and she's coming there assuming he might have some. Jesus Christ. What's wrong with her mouth? The makeup on her. I don't know. Yeah, what's wrong with her mouth? She do a bunch money. of coke and eat it? Like what's going on? It can give you some money. It's making people act like they're they're like you know, turning into zombies slash meth addicts. Yeah, well Soderbergh wanted to do a zombie film apparently and just kind of scaled it back a lot. <laughs> 
Yeah, they are kind of like, yeah, they're all like weird and attacking. The people who have died just have, you know, like flu symptoms and then they, they are, have trouble breathing and asphyxiate, I think. And COVID. They don't yeah, turn into fucking zombies or like, help me. <laughs> in this movie, you, you start like doing the Gwyneth Paltrow dance on, you know, yeah, you yeah. There's panicking, that shit. shaking. Oh, uh, here's the end of Kate Winslet. Watch the next cuts like she's dead or whatever. Really? Yeah. I think they like show her like right here in the last stage. And then the next cut, she's like dead and zipped up in a bag or some shit. Spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> yeah. We spoil spoiling this movie the whole time. See, we don't have these, <laughs> you know, b big fucking gyms where people that are that are just die facilities. facilities not now. See, there she's dead. <laughs> well, not at all. I mean, it's it's the cases are going down in China. So China's yeah. already got a got a lockdown on it. And if China can do it, America is going to be fine. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. Now they have a different government, but like we really need to be testing. And the fact that the CDC butchered and, and failed those first early tests. And now we don't have really testing going on, but we really need that testing. We need to know the viral footprint, like I said. Like that's what you need. You need to know where it is. But this, this movie is clearly depicting a virus that does not have a 2.2% mortality rate. And no. that's worldwide. It's way lower in the U.S. It's like outbreaks. It's 100% mortality well, rate. Well, <laughs> no, because obviously not because Matt Damon had it and he, he survived. He's, no, he, I think he's an outlier. I don't think he's like some kind of, you know, I don't think there's people like him. I think he's like an outlier. Like, oh, he's like Will Smith survive. and fucking uh, uh, I Am Legend. Oh, yeah. Or Bruce uh, Willis in uh, Unbreakable. Yeah. No one's ever survived this before. That movie's not about viruses. <laughs> no, but uh, Bruce Willis has never gotten sick in Unbreakable, remember? That's the whole point of it. Yeah. They're like, have you ever taken a sick day? And he's like, oh, I don't know. And he goes and asks his boss. He's like, have I ever taken a sick day? And his boss comes back to him later and goes, all right, you got a raise. He goes, what? He goes, you got a raise. It was a weird way of asking, but that you got your so raise. That movie's so fucking stupid. I'm sorry. Unbreakable's not that good a movie. I love Unbreakable. Just take a goddamn safety pin and try to stick it into your arm just a little. And find out if you're unbreakable. Why all this goddamn no. mystery? No. <laughs> no way. No, he knows. He knows better. He knows. But he's allergic to water. Right? Or water's his, uh, his kryptonite. Well, uh, but not really, because it can only kill him. Because kryptonite doesn't hurt regular people. Water will drown anybody. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. He's well, not no, more he susceptible to water than a normal human being. He can't swim in water. He can't do anything in water. Remember, they put in uh, in glass. They put him in a water cell that sprays water on him. As soon as it starts spraying water on him, he's panicking and he like how does he shower? Ground or whatever. He, he just doesn't like water. Uh, there are therapies mm. we know are effective. Right oh, my God. Take, yeah, he's even doing water. the Mad Rudge accent. Don't even appear on the CDC website. What? He's even doing the Mad Rudge uh, accent. It, it's, I don't know. I, look, just to clarify, Drudge is actually, like, flipped. He's so anti-Trump that, like, it doesn't, like, it, nobody really considers him conservative anymore. Uh, but uh, I, I, I thought that was weird when I saw this in 2011, that, like, this movie seems to vilify like very specifically who put him into power one kind of you know uh ground level conservative pundit yeah well it's soderbergh i mean you can expect some kind of liberal you know agenda from him he's he's always done kind of like a liberal thing with his, his work yeah but have we figured out that soderbergh's not like a good director I think he's a great director. I love some of his shit. I, I think Traffic's an awesome movie. I think no. Full Frontal's fun. 
Um, I love the limey. I love the limey. I think it's an amazing movie. That movie confuses me. It's nonlinear. It's it's one of his first nonlinear films too. It's really good. No, I don't. I don't think that either of those, any of those movies are particularly great. Traffic's probably his best movie, and it's. He didn't deserve to win over Ridley. He won Best Director over Ridley Scott for Gladiator, and I do not agree with it because it's basically a TV uh, pilot, which is true. I mean, they, they, they remade it as a TV show, and it was already a remake of a TV show. Traffic? Yeah, it was a remake of like a Belgian TV show. Oh, was it? And then, they, and then there was the USA TV show based on Traffic. Yeah, I do know that they do that a lot. They'll take like Belgian shit or Swedish shit, right, or Israeli shit and like modify it into a movie or into a TV show for us. I don't know if it was Belgian. It was it was some other country. Traffic. Jude Law, though, is such a great actor. I love Jude Law. Why the two of you go fuck yourselves? I'm out of here. Message! Oh, British. British. They didn't even, it's just British. British Channel 4 television series Traffic. Traffic? Yeah, but it was nothing like that movie. Uh, all those major characters were in, in there, like the, the idea of like a housewife who become, become, like has to take over as the head of her husband's cartel, kind of, and, and, and the uh, politician's daughter who becomes a, like a drug addict. All those plot threads are in there, uh, and they make more sense because... It, over like however many episodes, six, you know, that's usually what British shows are, uh, six episodes or whatever. Uh, or three. Maybe, yeah, maybe less. Uh, but I don't know. Let's see. Traffic, how many episodes? But they are usually six, you're right. Six. Six episodes. And they don't call them seasons. They call them series. Each each series is an individual series. Yeah, series. It's just, this is just a one series thing, and it was in the mm-hmm. eight, yeah, 1989. And like State of episodes. Play, I think, is like a one series yeah. thing, too. But it makes a lot more sense to see the girl go from being like an honor student politician's daughter to like literal crack whore. <laughs> and, right. And, and, and the movie that happens in like three scenes or three or four scenes. But in a, over a course of six episodes, you can do that a little bit more uh, nuanced. The, the same with... Uh, uh, the hot. Whatever, what, what's the, what's uh, Michael Douglas's wife's name again? Catherine Zeta Jones. Catherine Zeta Jones going from uh, Dennis Quaid's wife, where she's like, "I'm a housewife. I don't know anything about my husband's illegal stuff. I'm pregnant, but I can have one glass of wine." Uh, that's like whatever mm-hmm. scenes, and then like three scenes later, she's like ordering hits on people. <laughs> Kill him <Yeah>. now. <laughs> So is, wait, what's going on in the movie right now? The virus mutated, right? I don't know. I have Wikipedia. Okay. Uh, we tried using dead virus. No, I think they're trying to come up with a vaccine for it. Yeah, they are. They're trying to come up with a vaccine, but it also they just said it mutated, which is not good. It didn't mutate for the better or whatever. But you know, uh, this is like you know, this is vaccines are crazy. Vaccines are reality, and it like takes eighteen months for a fucking vaccine like show up. And here's this doctor, like you know, only a few months later. Having, you know, a vaccine she's testing on herself to go and, like, you know, walk over to her dad who's all sick and, like, be around him and be like, oh, I'm going to get tested. Uh, I got the cure. I got the cure now. You can cure a virus. You you can vaccinate from it or you can have it uh, no longer be active. So how do you make it inactive? Do you, is that when you cure it? Or your white blood cells do. Approximately So you have to, like, help your white blood cells fight it, essentially. Well, it's you some because like some viruses stay dormant in your body. Like uh, you have chickenpox all the time, basically. It's still in you. Oh my god, I got chickenpox twice. I literally got it twice, and it's like so. The first time I got it was so like uh, minimal and such a, a a weak 
version of it that like it just like stayed dormant and came right back like uh maybe less than a year later and then it got really bad oh there she is there's martinez officer martinez she's dead oh jude law just saw her her photo at her home he was coming over with some for cynthia i guess well jennifer l is the actress i was trying to figure out the name of and i recognized her from sunshine Mm. Sunshine is a great movie. No, no, I recognize her from Zero Dark Thirty. She's in a different Sunshine. Well, who is she in that? I don't know. I just recognize her. But she was in Sunshine as well? No, she was in a 1999 Sunshine I've never heard of. Oh, well, Sunshine's a great movie. Sunshine is a great movie. Well, Sunshine's a great two and a half, uh, two, two, uh, first two acts. It's a uh, third act is, is weird. And, and when Mark Strong becomes when, the villain, when Mark Strong becomes a fucking slasher villain who's, who's out of yeah. focus. When he becomes like some kind of mutated alien version human that like is just running around the ship, killing everyone. It is the power of, <laughs> of, of depth of field and being yeah, out of focus yeah. in every shot. It's really it's, it, that, that, that ending does not work, but the uh, rest of it does. What the fuck just happened? It's just another panic because they were like, we're 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 out of uh, meals ready to eat today or something like that. And so now everyone's panicking and rushing in or some shit. But how are people paying the rent? I want to know more about the economics. Well, see, they didn't think that through when they made this movie, but Trump's figuring that out for you. Yeah, and like, there's exactly. Like, and that, shit. That's, that's the thing that is, look, one of the best movie monsters of all time is, of course, in the film Jaws. And what's the uh, what's the the monster of Jaws? The the shark. But no. you're not gonna say that. The economy. <laughs> the economy. Because oh, right, yeah. the shark's not scary at all. Panics. You fucking do, don't go in the goddamn ocean, and the shark can't get you. No problem. This monster has nothing. Uh, he's no Jason Voorhees. He can't come into my house. He's in the the water. The 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 fear of Jaws for the first act, or really the first half, is is the economy. And it's not until it's the mayor. It's the mayor, not the economy. Well, the, no, the mayor's only motivated because he doesn't want everybody to be on welfare and not be able to make any money. But the mayor also, I love that someone just gets killed, shot in the house next door to him. It's like so violent all of a sudden, like America's become. It's so fucked up. It is very zombie apocalypse. Yeah, 911 um, doesn't work. But okay, so the mayor literally like pushes people into the water. Well, he tells yeah, he tells people to go go swimming. I, he literally like he's like go in the water or don't be around here anymore, you little bitch. And they're like, uh, Mayor, I don't really want to go in the water. And he goes, Do it or you're dead. And then like they go in the water to do the shark. Like it's intense. Okay, in the movie Contagion here, we're at day twenty nine. Nine one one doesn't work. Nope. People are just murdering each other. Uh, we're not, I don't know what day we're on of, of, of COVID being in America, but it's it's got to be more like it's got since January, right? We were talking about this in fucking January, weren't we? Uh, I think it was January. Yeah. So it was like January 21st, I think, was the first known case of coronavirus in the United States. Uh, it was like Washington State. And then I think it was like January 22nd was when uh, the Chinese officials announced like uh, the quarantining of the city of Wuhan. Uh, so yeah, it was like, yeah, January. So yeah, so it was like late January. So yeah, like 40 days ago. Yeah. Well, 911 still works, Ballard. And you probably shouldn't murder anyone because you'll probably still get caught. Why can't I murder someone? Because the cops will come. <laughs> Aww. So wait, is he, oh yeah, this is when he goes home to try to find his daughter and she's not there. 
And he's like, where the fuck is she? She's she's not immune. Oh, I see some footsteps. So he's going to go check it out. And where is she? She's rolling around on the ground doing fucking snow angels and having kissing parties. <laughs> Don't kiss. You'll spread it. She's wearing a mask. No, he is. Yeah, he, oh, they both are. I think they both are, yeah. But he's like, he's still trying to pull his moves. He's like, uh, see? I'm so fine, babe. It's all good. It's the end of the world. Let me do you. It's you know, you transmit far less just uh, bacteria and whatever to somebody uh, kissing them on the lips. See? Then you Here do comes. giving them a hand. Shotgun. Shotgun. He's got a big old gun. He's got a double barrel or something. Get out of here, boy. Get out of here. It's going to be you someday. It's going to be me. <laughs> threatening yeah. your daughter's suitors with shotguns. Not because yeah, there's yeah. a virus going on, just because it's a Ballard day. Fuck that. Yeah, I don't want I don't want them fucking getting anywhere near my kids. I'm going to have my uncles over. They're going to be cleaning their guns in the fucking living room. A couple of my uh, my uh, family members are officers. They're going to make sure that they show up in their uh, their uniforms with their squad cars out front. You know, doing what they need to do. To antagonize any potential suitors for my daughter, you do anything, we'll kill you. This movie, yeah, I, I get why people are watching it, but this is basically depicting what CNN wishes the Wuhan virus was. Oh yeah, for sure. This is this is CNN's dream this right is now. CNN's trying to make happen with the the best oh, yeah. of their ability. Oh, yeah, for sure. This is why they want the panic. They're panicking because they just watch Contagion at the offices. And it is thankfully more. It's not every like because like, you know, just uh, side by side tweets of the same conference where CNN's like all government officials say Trump's completely blowing this at conference. And like the ABC's just like Gavin Newsom says this, that the Trump administration's given us everything we need. Yeah. And it's really yeah. weird to have a. Uh, administration just you know do the things they say they're going to do yeah well it's because they care every other president said they were going to move the fucking israeli embassy to jerusalem every single one of them said they were going to do it i'm up to back to back to bush uh 41 well and who did it <laughs> who did it yeah well, uh, Not no Obama. Nope. <laughs> see, she, he didn't give she's a gonna shit. She's going to go see her dad. She's going to her dad. She just injected herself with a vaccine because that one monkey was alive. So that one monkey clearly has the antibodies from the uh, virus. And now she's going to go test her vaccination oh. with her dad, who's totally been exposed to whatever this contagion disease is. Do they have a name for it in this movie? Have, have I missed the name? Uh, they call it cont the contagion. <laughs> It's called the contagion. Felt we were doing a BuzzFeed quiz and we never finished it or something. We were doing something BuzzFeedy. We didn't even get through the first thing of what to do if you know you have coronavirus. <laughs> we didn't even get through the first thing. Should we just skip to the other one? Oh, okay. We never answered no, the question. Didn't do it. Have you been in? Have you currently been in China, South Korea, Italy, Iran, or Japan? And I said something about like Venezuela was on that list too. Now yeah, you got, none. we got distracted. <laughs> so I'm clicking on nope. Yeah, you don't really click on it, but you just read the flow chart. Uh, have you had quote unquote close contact? The CDC says this is being within approximately six feet for a prolonged period of time. With someone with a confirmed case of COVID-19 within 14 days of their symptoms appearing, this includes healthcare workers. 
I don't know. Nope. Or I don't know. So I'm going to go over there. Nope. Uh, do you have what the CDC considers an increased risk of complications, such as being immunocompromised? It means AIDS. Being mm-hmm. older than 65, have chronic heart, lung, or kidney complications, or if you're pregnant. Bauer, are you pregnant or any of those other things? Yeah, uh, unfortunately, I do have to say yes to one of these. Well, BuzzFeed says if you discover you came in clo- into close contact with someone with the coronavirus or if you get severe symptoms, contact your health care provider. That's for nope, but for yes, which I actually have to go with, it's just something different. It says be vigilant and track your symptoms. If you experience severe symptoms or discover you were in contact with someone who may have been exposed via travel or exposed to others, Call your healthcare provider. Practice good hygiene. Wash your hands. Don't touch your face. Here's more on that. Oh, I got more on that. I can click on it. The worst part, the, I mean, I have a scratchy throat, and I know that's just because the weather changed drastically, and it's going to rain for the next eight days in in L.A. Uh, yeah. But I have to like worry that I can't. And also, I know that like most people can't even fucking tell the difference between a cold and, and their allergies. So there's going to be a lot of people who are just having allergies oh in God, LA. I where you're like, I have COVID. Well, I mean, that's the real problem here, right? Like people sometimes are going to think like an allergy could be potentially COVID or just a normal cold going around. It could be COVID or influenza. If the flu is still going around, it could be COVID. I mean, there's a lot of things. So the reality is here, yes, once again, we have to just have testing and hopefully we have testing going forward because this is it. I mean, like there aren't a lot of tests out there, but like at yeah. least they're able to start testing the people that they know have like direct contact because as of right now, they're not assuming that everyone's going to just start getting it. But the reality is, yeah, not everyone in the United States is going to feel spread, sick. Yeah. Which they're obviously I mean, the real thing is, is going is, on is, is the mortality rate. I, I, I think the reason why I got confused with SARS is because SARS was 9.6%. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a, that, that one's kind of That scary. seems a lot more scary than this one. It could have been. Because that 2.6%, that's worldwide counting China. We're, we're mm-hmm. less than 1% in America, I'm pretty sure. Yep. I, I, I do things that have a 1% chance of death every day. Looking asshole? Driving a car. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, not, driving a car doesn't have a 1% chance of death, but, <laughs> you know, eventually. Oh, here's the arrest. Is this when he gets arrested? I think it's when he gets arrested. The fact that our immune system is a work in progress. This is going to happen to you, CNN. You're going to get arrested. <laughs> no, CNN's not. Spreading lies. CNN can't get arrested because their only solution is to not vote for Trump <laughs> in, in uh, uh, 2019. Or impeach him you know, again. It, it, it's sad when you watch things like CNN or Fox News or MSNBC and you just you can just read in like the ticker. They're like, like Fox News reads it. That's like, uh Democrats. When, uh, when Rachel Maddow like, is 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 drawing a fucking Pepe Sylvia like map on her show, trying to like draw strings to make a legitimate case that Donald Trump has been a Russian asset since the late '80s, and now we're supposed to believe what you think we should be doing in terms of preparedness on an actual virus that's killed real people. No, I don't. I'm gonna get my. Uh, my info from Dr. Faramucci. <laughs> Anthony Fauci. Fauci. Dr. Anthony Fauci, yeah. Yeah, he's the head of the uh, National Allergy and Infectious Disease. Yeah. Yeah, he's someone you should listen to for sure. I, I think that's a smart idea. 
because he's actually in the know and educated. Yeah. Rachel Maddow, she might be educated in communications and hospitality for all I know, but uh, <laughs> she she's definitely not educated like like he is in science and infectious did, did, disease. Has he, he committed a crime though? Choose law. Yes. I think he did. I think he. I think he. He did something. I don't know what it was. I forget what they say. It, it was, can't just be like saying, "Hey, this, this, uh, I, I have this pharmaceutical or, or whatever a nutrient." He that, was uh, pushing something. He was pushing I a thought. nutrient that he had bought stock in it, that it cured the virus, and it didn't. Okay, yeah, but they're not trying to tell him like how, like you know, how, how he's under arrest, and he's explaining how he's not under arrest. So I mean, obviously, we're never going to see the whole trial, and he might go off scot free. I think they right? just kill him. I think they just execute him. Am I remembering this movie wrong? Him in the head. They're done. We don't need you anymore. Sorry, Alan. Doesn't Jude Law <laughs> die in this movie? I maybe I'm remembering this wrong. No, he does not die in this movie. You're thinking of BVS in the beginning when Jimmy Olsen gets killed. I don't think of another movie with Jude Law gets killed. No, 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 no. Um, he faked his illness to boost sales of for Cynthia, and that's why he was arrested for fraud, for securities fraud. Oh, okay. Because I, I think it mostly to do with that. Oh, this is interesting. So this is how they deal with the vaccination, right? Only certain people can get the vaccination, but far too many Americans have a problem or have potential to get this thing. Mm -hmm. So they're doing lottery. Uh, so they draw a number, and then that that group of people get the uh, vaccination. See, I wouldn't get it, though. I mean, not for COVID. I mean, maybe for this fictional disease that has a uh, whatever percentage mortality, mortality rate. rate. But uh, yeah. for COVID, I'm not going to fucking deal with it because all the people who are dying are 70-something years old and are, are already have you know AIDS or some other uh, horrible disease or something wrong with uh, their, their, their immune systems. Like, like me. If I got it, I'd just be sick for two weeks, which happens all the fucking time. I don't get flu shots, and flu kills more people every year than, than COVID's killed. So... Yeah, well, the flu is actually more destructive to children, yeah. um, and so uh, that I do get flu shots. Uh, usually, get flu shots, um, and, and the kids get flu shots because I don't. Because you I have kids, I understand flu. that, but I don't interact with kids or the elderly yeah. ever. Everyone I interact with is between the ages of like twenty six and like fifty something. Yeah, so you're good. Yes. Yeah, totally, and it's it is it's it's always about just know your situation, just like that test we took. It's like. If you're fine and you're in a good situation and you don't come in contact with things like that and you're not, you know, exposed all the time, then don't worry about it. But wash your hands if you are exposed or likely to be exposed or you have conditions that can make you, you know, have complications. If you do become exposed, then you should be a little bit more careful. It's just it's all about knowing who you are and taking care. Um, a lot of the things that people were talking about, the, the doctors and scientists were talking about, they're like when people end up getting cancer. They tell their families, I'm going to be doing, you know, chemotherapy, radiation therapy, things like that. I'm going to be a live wire exposed to any potential disease. So you cannot bring home something that can make me sick because it'll make me sick. And then I'll die from your fucking flu rather than from the cancer I have. So they tell this to everyone that has cancer and it goes into therapy. Mm. And their families are aware of it. Oh. So this is not uncommon. For a lot of people, this is like everyday type of world for them. It's like, yeah, I, ha I, I have cancer. I have chemotherapy. I can't be exposed to the flu. I could die. Yeah. So, like, I mean, there is a reality there that we should just acknowledge that is there all the time. It's there all the time. 
just and some people deal with it more intensely. So it's like know who you are, know your exposure, and know your health. And I'm, getting, I'm, and, I'm getting fucking tired of just being told to be outraged about things that have been happening. For yeah, exactly, because it's stupid. Well, it's yeah, like, okay, you want another one? Kids in cages. Like, yeah, yeah. how long's that go? How long's that been going on for? And who started it? You know? Oh, dude, I've been putting my kids in cages since they were born. Yeah. It's such an easier way to handle them. You just fucking rattle the cage with a fucking like baton. It's cool. Just, just well. I speaking of kids. I hate this scene when Maria Cotillard is just in this little town trying to like help this town out of nowhere. This is this is one of the bullshit stories. I thought she got kidnapped. About. What's going on here? She's kidnapped and she's full on Stockholm, full on Stockholm syndrome right here. Fast. Is that she's the like what part the, of the is, is it the village now? Is she's working. Is that San Francisco? No, this is in uh, China still. Oh right. So what's happening is that she's now being. Um, uh, traded for the cure, right? For the vaccine, okay. and they're going to bring that vaccine all the way back to the village. Right. But, oh, alert, yeah, I remember this. And then, and then, and then they give them the fake cure. They give them the fake vaccine. It doesn't do shit. And then they just got her back, and they like tell her like, "Oh yeah, they didn't get the real vaccine." So everyone in that village is going to die anyways. I guess. Well, who cares? America first. The, probably the people in the village. America first. <laughs> I mean, this is this is China's problem uh, to deal with, and and their cases are decreasing. So, is it, yeah. is it great that they solved the problem by just well, literally welding people into their homes that they had the the virus? Uh, and, and no, but that's how China's going to China. We can't change that. <laughs> if maybe if they China harder, we wouldn't have this problem in the first place. So, yeah, I mean that just seems to be the way this 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 disease needs to be handled. You just have to quarantine yourself if you have it. Stop spreading it. Yeah. Well, I mean, Italy's on lockdown. I, I have noticed that um, the woker the event, the more likely it is to be uh, canceled or postponed. And the uh, let them let them cancel their fucking woke events then. What? <laughs> let them cancel their woke events. Because uh, you're not from Houston, but are you aware of how big of deal the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo is? Yes, it's huge. It's, it's huge. huge. It's going on yeah. right now, and they're not canceling yeah. it. Oh, cancel it. Cancel everything. Cancel the LA Marathon. Cancel it. No, Save they didn't yourself. cancel the LA Marathon either, which I thought was uh, interesting. Because they can't, they couldn't postpone it two weeks because it's going to rain. Well, those 60-year-olds are going to go to that anyway, exactly. right? And it, like if they were going to go, they're like there's like one percent of the six year olds that were going to go are no longer going. Right. So it doesn't matter. No. I love that. So they just gave her the fake vaccine. Right. They just tested it on her. It's a complete placebo. Stop. And then as soon as she gets into the other car or whatever, they like give her the real vaccine. Like, here you go. Jesus Christ. That was crazy. Oh, yeah. I remember, I remember that. <laughs> it's so fucked up. It's so fucked up. But at the same time, that's how you have to handle terrorism. Right. You can't fucking let terrorists do this. What country shit. is this? This is also China. This is China. That, that was like a village in the like uh, in like some kind of like deep, deep rural area of China. Okay. Oh, and they just kidnapped her to get the thing for their little village. Right. To get leverage. Right. Yeah. Yep. They needed that leverage. And so they got it. But then the reality is, is they didn't even get it. They they got some fucking bullshit. Oh, that guy touches his thing. Oh, no. And they touched him again. Yeah, see, I almost forgot. Here's your real vaccine. One you took was a placebo. Yep. What? Oh, no! That's <laughs> so great. <laughs> Killed all those kids. All those kids you just saw in that 
They should have put him in the cage. They would have been saved. That's true. Well, not really. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. One of the funny, I mean, I guess prisons are kind of, are we going to start releasing prisoners? <laughs> you know? Dude, in Italy, uh, was it like 22 different prisons had massive riots? Yeah. Well, because they're, they're, they're cut, they're isolating them off. So like, they're not allowed yeah. to see their, their loved ones. And, yeah. uh, prisoners are, uh, not great at, uh, waiting. They're a little on edge. <laughs> it's funny too, because the, the whole game is the wait, right? Like, like you have to sit here for however many years and finish your your sentence, and then they're like, "What? I have to wait a little longer to see family? Fuck that! Like fucking riot, Italy, man. Family's family. It's like Olive Garden. When you're here, you're family." Yeah, malls don't look like this. Not, they well, they will they will. You just wait and see. Oh, shut up with that shit. <laughs> no, <laughs> you will. They will. Falk. It's over. You know what this movie's missing? Jeffrey Wright. I feel like Jeffrey Wright should have been cast in some role here. Get rid of this Enrico Cotolani guy, whatever his name is. They should put Jeffrey Wright in that role. I don't know where this is coming from. Do you, th- do you just associate Jeffrey Wright with scientists because of Westworld? Uh, I think just I, I associate intelligence and, like, you know, this type of, like, uh, drama with Jeffrey Wright. It just feels right. He must have plays government Wright. officials. I guess that that is a theme. Or scientists. Yeah, what, oh, my God. What if he just came into this fucking movie as Felix? That would be awesome. And they just tied this into Bond. This is like what happens when a villain actually got away with it. I don't have a it. problem with him as Felix. I don't, I don't know if he's right for Gordon. Uh, not because he's black. Just because just, just his demeanor is always a little too... Quiet and uh, understated. Yeah, c- calm and chill. I can't see him yelling, you know, Mount the curb! Mount the curb! Mount the curb! Which is, once again, we've talked about this in the past with Nolan. It is not in the script. That's a Gary Oldman uh, original. It, he Do you know that for a fact? Curb. Yeah, because I've read the script. It's not in the script. He does not yell Mount the Curb in the script. Hmm. So Gary Oldman in The Dark Knight goes, Mount the Curb! Like, that's that's just Gary Oldman just saying that to the stunt driver before he drove him on the sidewalk. <laughs> Mr. Freeze wanted to be caught. He wanted us to lock him in, in, up in the MCU. They have scheduled the Joker. <laughs> no, Mr. Freeze. And then it cuts to Mr. Freeze, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger getting like climbing out of the uh, the cop car, going, <laughs> "Yeah, freeze!" <laughs> yeah, he's just doing that, and it's actually like not silence. It's actually him the whole time making that noise. <laughs> Taste for the theatrical. Leaves a calling card. It's an ice cube in the bag. <laughs> it's melting. <laughs> it's just water. Oh, that's right. He's giving it to the boy of uh, John Hawks because John Hawks was all like, he pair. Okay, so yeah, Lawrence Fishburne like tells his uh, girlfriend or wife, right, get out of Chicago. It's gonna be horrible there. And then the, John Hawks hears it and he's all like, dude, I have a family too. I'm people mm-hmm. too. Like, why don't you warn me? So he he feels hella fucking guilty. He gives it to him anyways. Why? Well, he wasn't he wasn't supposed to tell anybody. Yeah, he wasn't. I, I don't understand why that John Hawks' character has to get a special Larry Fishburne injection of vaccine. I don't get it. Again, this movie doesn't scare me because I think this is what's going to happen. This movie this scares me happen. because this is what people think are going to happen and they will make this it happen. This except happen. no one will actually be dying except elderly people, and no one will really notice that like the numbers are pretty minimal even still if a hundred people have died from this more people died walking downstairs today 
<laughs> I don't think 600 people died walking down stairs today. <laughs> it's 100 people a day die from stairs. In America. Wait, stairs. Let's find that out. Is it really? It's that really amazing? high. Stairs kill a lot of people each year. Dude, dude, man. Stairs, of course. Fucking stairs, dude. So insane. I like this movie, though. I do like this movie. It's a fun fantasy. It's a nice escapism. And I did watch it right away, too, right when uh, we found out about COVID-19. Uh, before it was even called, I think, COVID-19, my wife and I popped this on, and then we watched Outbreak right afterwards. In the UK, a 1,000 die per year uh, from stairs. I'm trying to find America. Dude, have you... Okay, you have not been to the UK. Th that makes sense. The stairs there are insane. <laughs> all like tiny little fucking corridors. They're, like, way too steep. They're all fucking in these old houses or in these old little cities. And these all they're, they're cobblestone or whatever the fuck. It totally makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. You could die on stairs in the UK for sure. And they're wet. And they're always wet. <laughs> Day 135. 12,000 a year in America. Jude Law's out. 12,000 people fall, fall down stairs. Or stairway accidents. Oh, fatalities. Yeah, 12,000 fatalities each year. U.S. Stairways Accident Commission says 12,000 fatalities on average each year from fucking stairs. So In the know. United States alone. But nobody's looking at stairs going, oh, no, maybe it has kill me uh, uh, capabilities because Belk? you can't conceptualize that. Not yet they aren't. After you just drop that information on this podcast, we will. We'll yeah. start looking into a stair vaccine. And somebody's just like, I'm not afraid of stairs. I love stairs. I run around stairs all the time. And somebody be like, he's got stairs dementia. And they'll quarantine he's him. He's got stair dementia. <laughs> oh, this is sad. That's candlestick right there. Uh, candlestick's gone. Aw. Too bad. Uh-oh, we're wrapping this up. So now, Felk, we're going to all of a sudden, we're going to start to see the origin of this virus. I thought we were seeing the end of it. We are, but then they cut all of a sudden to the origin. You'll see. We're seeing oh, SARS, H1N1, and now, oh, they called it MEV1. That's what it was called, or MEV1. That's it. They locked the door on it. It was all funny she until they started canceling events. When it was just Bond, it was like, okay, sure, Sony. I'm sure you're... Your Phoebe Waller Bridge scripted movie didn't also need six months of reshoots, and you're just using this as an example, as, as a way to, to cover the fact that you're trying to salvage your fucking Justice they League. They can't reshoot it. They're not gonna be able to reshoot it. There's nowhere to reshoot it. <laughs> no, but I, I I think they just just delayed it. I, I initially thought Mission they were Impossible be got reshoots. delayed because they were filming in Italy and they had to cancel filming in Italy for Mission Impossible the new one. Yeah, we don't know the yeah, title yet. One. Okay. Yeah, uh, they they got canceled. I didn't know um, it was already filming. It's already filming. Yeah, they're already filming. They had to cancel their shoot in Italy. They had a cr uh, crew there. They had to pull all the crew out of there, oh. and they're trying to refigure out where they want to do that stunt. Is McQuarrie still like, directing it? Yeah. Okay. Good. Yep, that's still still happening. See, he's looking at that shit too. He's like looking at these moments where she like caught it and like passed it. And uh, uh, meanwhile, his daughter's gonna have a dance downstairs with the boy because the boy's finally cured with the vaccine or whatever. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, I mean, there. I mean, there are things like that. I, I, you know, I was thinking. So let's say, like, you know, more movies do get canceled or whatever, right? Um, Black Widow, I could easily see Marvel just putting that on Disney Plus if they had to, no. and just immediately like de debuting that on Disney Plus and being like, here you go, 
First fucking movie on Disney Plus from Marvel directly to you guys. No, Disney's not doing shit. They, they've they made it very clear we are not fucking moving. They're not even moving Mulan, which is, like, supposed to be big in China. Yeah, and Mulan is actually supposed to be really, really good. Uh, and I love the cartoon, but this version of Mulan has got great reviews. Early, but I mean, it's had, they just did the world premiere. Uh, I think yesterday, maybe or a day or before, they just did it. Uh, I assume they did it at uh, El Capitan, which is where they do all their premieres now, right? I thought so. Yeah, I don't know. I actually don't know if it premiered. I've never I, been to El Capitan. Is right. This is prom night. This is what prom night's gonna have to be like for for my whole family because this is COVID nineteen is gonna destroy us for the next twenty years. None of you are prom age. Oh, you mean yeah, twenty years from now? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is the COVID winter, buddy. Right, right. Winter is coming, Game of Thrones style. We're screwed. This is going to be years and years and years and years. Message. What was Matt Damon's character's arc? Was it realizing his wife was cheating on him? No, that was really early on in the movie. Um, he uh, his arc it was uh, managing his daughter. Okay. Yeah. That really seems it. like it's more <laughs> her arc, though. Yeah, it's more her arc. Because he never changes. He's the glue. He only lets her talk to her her, her boyfriend once uh, he's been vaccinated. Yeah, there's some characters are just glue characters, right? They're just there to glue other characters into other storylines and kind of tie the movie together. And and that's that's really his character is. Um, kind of like that, uh, uh, the guy that kidnaps Marion Cotillard, he's just, he's glue character to kind of be like a, you know, a representative of like the WHO and then also of this village. Okay. Like that's he. That, Was that Matt the Damon's Chinese guy from uh, right. The Dark Knight? The okay. Dark Knight. Yeah. yeah. So Matt Damon's like the glue between Gwyneth Paltrow's character and this daughter storyline. He's he's like two or three feet above the top of the camera frame, just burning to death silently. Who, who is? <laughs> the, the Asian guy from The Dark Knight. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, I guess. He's yeah. just off screen burning to yeah. death. Yeah, he is. And you don't hear any yelling, but there's screams in the script. They, they wrote the, their screams in the script. They, it talks about how he's screaming at the top of the burning pile of money. Yeah. And they just did not put those into the movie, those screams. So all they can do is just like wait, sway back and forth. Isn't all the fun of prom like interacting with all your friends? Yeah, I guess so. But Felk, now we're in the origin. So this is it. Now we're all the way. What happened? How did this start? What started this shit? What was it? Now you've seen AIM, A I M M, not the uh, the Marvel, you know, evil villains. Yeah. The uh, advanced idea I'll mechanics. Be careful that but Guy Pierce, he's really the Mandarin. Yeah, 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 exactly. But we're now seeing their their intervention in, in the film and the way that they've actually catalyzed the everything. So they knocked over that tree, which caused that bat to leave. That bat went to fucking you know eat some banana, flew around. And then it fucking drops that banana into a pig farm with some saliva on that bat and some probably some bat feces. That pig ate that shit up and then fucking went and made another baby pig. And that baby pig was born with some bat in it. And so therefore that <laughs> bat and pig <laughs> DNA yep. made a fucked up pig that this guy grabs and then takes with him to sell to a chef. The chef takes that piggy and then he fucking cooks it up. Undercooks it, and obviously. And that piggy gets fed to somebody. But what happens is he touches it, doesn't wash his hands, and then he goes and he touches Gwyneth Paltrow's hands without washing his, his, his hands. And she got the disease. And her body, mixed with that bat DNA and pig DNA piggy, 
is yeah. what created MEV1. And then all that stuff that Steven Soderbergh probably shot to be at the beginning of the movie he realized he didn't really have a good ending for his movie and, and did this fucking stupid time thing because Christopher Nolan's a better director and he does that shit all the time. Uh, well, yeah, and he just came off of Inception 2, which was like the biggest uh, Christopher Nolan time fuck movie ever. So, well, Felk, what is your cool boy rating of Contagion? I mean, when I How saw it, I, I, I found it entertaining but not great. I would give it maybe two and a half stars. Yeah, I give it like um, maybe 3.5 out of 4, somewhere between there. Uh, I really like Contagion. I think it's fun. I remember loving it in 2011. I loved rewatching it uh, a few weeks back and uh, kind of just scanning through it with you right now. It was fun. I enjoyed it. I, I, when, I, when I saw the movie, I think my thought was, it doesn't really seem like that much happened. Like, it, it never really got that extreme. It was so... Uh, down like it was so like grounded that there was never like if you compare it to outbreak where they're right. flying fucking helicopters to to, yeah. to fight the virus and there's you know helicopter chases. Da, 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 the yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. music from uh from basic instincts playing you know um for this in the trailer use the basic instinct score that everyone right. else used uh, but so, they also like jump onto the ship in outbreak too they drop bombs in outbreak that destroys towns and whatnot yeah exactly uh, so this movie was very like well, that didn't seem very eventful. But now there's a reason why this movie's doing well. It's because something slightly similar enough has happened, and CNN has been and various other institutions very much want to make it seem like this is what should be happening, and Trump's just not blowing it. He's just blowing it, and we're all going to die because of it. Uh, well, it's also like they have to, like, they, they can't have someone not to blame. And you can't blame China because that's racist. So, you know, and you can't blame an act of God because you no. have no control over that. So they're blaming the president because that's the only person they have control over blaming. So they can blame him. You know, it's yeah. like, you know, the reality is blame our healthcare system. That's the thing that's failing. No, they're blaming the president because they've been trying to, to for, destroy for that years. presidency forever. Yeah, it's, it's, it's their it's like their entire goal. And and if this was the first thing that they threw at him is like he's been doing great up till now. But fuck coronavirus. Now it's now it's bullshit. But no, that we, would still be stupid because that still wouldn't make sense. There have been things that he's fucked up. No question. He's made some mistakes. Yes, of course. He's had some issues here and there. Um, but but like this is not one of them. No, <laughs> it, it just isn't. It just isn't. I'm sorry. I I am a centrist. I am absolutely the most centrist person ever. And I truly believe that he is doing the best he can with the situation dealt. This is a fucked up situation to some extent. Well, so, just like. Treating impeachment like it was a newsworthy cycle for a year, and then, of course, it ends exactly how we knew it was going to end the entire time. Spoiler yeah, alert, it was never going to happen because of the, the the split So uh, in, in the Senate. So, like, it was it was pointless the entire time, and, but they tried to make it seem like something was going to happen. Oh, yeah. The difference is, is that now they're doing it with something that actually can kill people. Yeah, which is fucked up. This is fucked up. Just fucked up. Yeah, I, I I felt the same way about the impeachment. Um, I was telling friends, I'm like, don't don't think that like he's gonna be impeached, and, like and actually be removed from office. He might be impeached, but he will not be removed from office. Yeah, he won't. He will not be removed from office. He has in his Senate on his side. And then I keep telling people like, oh, right now they're like, oh man, if Trump is reelected, I'm going to Canada. I'm like, then you should prepare to go to Canada because <laughs> he might be reelected. That's very likely the case. Also, the coronavirus will be there waiting for you. Absolutely. Woo! It was Canadian the whole time. <laughs> yeah. 
The coronavirus has the upper hand now. All right. Well, thankfully, we talked more about the Dark Knight than we did uh, Contagion uh, and this Contagion uh, commentary, because Contagion's not really that good a movie, and the Dark Knight's a great movie, as does Batman Begins, and uh, Dark Knight Rises gets close to the greatness. Stuff. We will absolutely do a Dark Knight special for sure, like a Dark Knight trilogy special. We kind of just did, but <laughs> sure. no, we will do like a real one. I want to do a real one where we actually like go over stuff and talk about things. Uh, we'll see what I got here. Well, the uh, well, cool boys. I don't know. We didn't ever, yeah, we never, we barely got through the BuzzFeed stuff. Well, that was the fucking best contagion movie I've ever seen. Thank you. God, that could never happen in real life. Just remember, Balor, to wash your hands, especially when masturbating. Don't touch your face, especially when masturbating. Stay home if you are feeling sick, especially when masturbating, and never forget mm -hmm. to give your love to a cowboy man. Give your love to a cowboy man. He's gonna love you hard as he can, kid. Give your love to a cowboy man. He's gonna love you as hard as he can. Oh, the sergeant at arms had masculine charms. <laughs> you keep all the ladies waiting. One, two, three, four. With black leather boots, kick the butts off the fruits. What a way to keep up your rating. Oh, every single night. Oh, you can bet on your life. Those men were working at right. Every single day. All the ladies would say, give your love to a cowboy man. He's going to love you as hard as he can. Man, man, man. Give your love to a cowboy man. He's going to love you as hard as he can. Man, man, Give your love to a cowboy man. He's going to love you as hard as he can. Man, man, man. Why are all the lyrics so goddamn repetitive? What is this from? <laughs> this is a great, a great song called Life at the Outpost. Cool Boy Nation, tell us what you thought about Contagion and how many boys out of five you would give it by emailing us at thecoolboyspodcast at gmail.com. New episodes come out every week, but usually on Tuesdays, uh, be, unless the coronavirus gets us. Be sure to like and subscribe to the Cool Boys and review us on Apple Podcasts. Please check out our other great Cool Boy Central content with Batman and Beyond on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, and YouTube. Thank you for listening. Stay safe, Cool Boy Nation. Until next time, it's Bizies from Gwyneth Paltrow Felk. And that's Bizies from Cowboy Man Valley. What was the relevance of the Cowboy Man song? You are standing American boy. You have excelled in all things. I pump while I dump. Oh, yeah. So cool. Oh, yeah. So cool. Oh, yeah. So cool. Without any This episode of the Cool Boys Podcast was brought to you by... What was the relevance to the Cowboy Man song? That was the song you just sang. Yeah, but what was it, how was it relevant to either the movie Contagion or, Corona, or Coronavirus? It's a good song. It's just the, one of the best songs ever. Never heard of it. Is it a country song? No, it's a gay song. <laughs> it's Scat Brothers. It's the, like the gayest thing ever. Right, it's a, hundred, a whole bunch of gay dudes dressed as cowboys dancing, singing about banging women, but not really. Message! Yeah. I love it's Cowboy Man. 
No, type in Life at the Outpost by the Scat Brothers. Oh, that was called Cowboy Man. No, I'm just Cowboy Van Ballard. Because <laughs> they say Cowboy Man in the, in the music, uh, in the song. Was it meant to be gay? Are you watching it? Yeah, I'm watching it. Yeah, I don't think so. I think it's like supposed to be super hardcore straight, but it's not. <laughs> yeah, life at the outpost. This is incredibly gay. Yeah, it's amazing. It's it's incredible. It's truly it's incredible. Australian. It's a beautiful, beautiful video. Red Dead Redemption Two looks awesome. Is the first top comment. <laughs> oh yeah, you should uh, check out some more Scapros. <laughs> no, I will not. All right, I got to pee, so uh, I'll, I'll, I'll say goodbye to you now. Love Great. See you later, buddy. Have a good night. All right, bye. Bye. Don't get coronavirus. So serious. <laughs>